welcome to episode 54 of the Virgin Heresy podcast. My name is Jody, as always your host this evening, and with me in the, the virtual studio of love and all things heresy are my two glamorous co-hosts. On, my, on the virtual, oh, my virtual left side is uh, the man, the legend, the, the, the editor who makes all of my ramblings, well, seem worse than they probably are, and that is Mr. Christopher. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> Well, it's quite all right, right? How are I'm you? doing okay, bud. I'm doing all right. I'm uh, ticking along as always, you know, trying to keep myself out of trouble, which is always a good start. But it doesn't happen so often. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, such is life. Such is life. So, any, any, uh, yeah. any, anything happening in your end of the world that you want to let anybody know before we begin? You know, sky fallen. There's, you know, anything that interesting? Uh, snow, snow. pretty much. god yeah that's pretty much okay it. especially it's especially funny when you see some people on facebook mention names but they might be american and you see like one speck of snow on the car and go apeshit I, I'm, I'm british man you know what, what bad leaves will shut down a country so snow is like the apocalypse yeah and yet you move country where the threat of bad leaves rains. yeah do you know what? I've not encountered that here. <laughs> not once. Yeah, but have you ever been a trained commuter? I have, actually, but I did it during the summer, so that's probably why. Yeah. <laughs> I think all right time all of the parts of the year. All of the parts of the year is pr- pretty much hell. Well, it's lovely that you just get home half hours later because it was dark and there was leaves leaves on the tracks. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I I do not look forward to ever having to experience that, so that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and I will say, on my right, um, at a distance because you never know what if, you know. You don't want to touch too much just in case. Is the man the legend? He sits atop the um, the the throne of. I don't know what it's made of, but it, it's plastic and rubbery and, and you know, looks mildly swordish. Is uh, the Crown Prince himself, Mr. Freddy. How are you doing, buddy? I am spectacular. And it's lubricated yeah. resin. That's what it's it's lubricated resin. Is that what it is? Yeah. So it's basically unwashed resin. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Unclean. <laughs> Penis shaped. <laughs> See, you just, you know, you, you could have gone for anything. You could have gone for drop pod shapes or anything like that. That would have... Oh, penis, penis er, Earlier we had uh, yeah, earlier rumors of Anvil, not Anvil, Arvis Lighter shaped yeah. resin. Well, there's a reason why I built an Arvis Lighter and like five anvils. <laughs> one yeah. is, one, just one isn't long enough. <laughs> Oh, I've missed this. This is it's been, it's been... that's that's really not something to brag about. <laughs> <Sorry. It's, it's... laughs> Everything is a competition, Chris. You know this. Especially not if customs ever hear of this, like in these. Well, considering how fucking custom ass rapes me with money, I'm going to start importing it more like drug, drug style. Yeah. <laughs> Now that Americans know, now that Americans know that how much ace you got there, you will definitely be searched next yeah. time we get to well, the US. Mean, like every fucking time I go to the US. Well, they'll be they'll yeah. be looking for the small family camping out up there, you know, yeah. trying to work out what's going on. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> yeah. 
but yeah. you know, saying I'm fine, I'm I'm not really fine. I'm, I'm having serious withdrawal symptoms. Like I'm I'm oh. I'm struggling. I'm fucking. Uh, I don't know. My well, my airbrush has been uh, locked into nah. the shed for ages, and I can't reach it. And I haven't painted for so long. Like this has been like the biggest, longest, driest period since I painted everything. Since I kind of longest, driest period since you went without beer for eight months or twelve yeah. months. Yeah, well, that doesn't count. That's, that's why are you bringing up these depressing things? I'm, I'm... usually kicking me in the throat. You're you usually kicking me it. in the throat with something like this, so I'm just having some fun back. No, that's true. That's true. But but anyway, no, it, it's starting to get to me. Like, I've glued together my entire militia army for Adepticon. Uh, I've glued together my entire thing for the Weekender. I've, I've, I've never built this much stuff, like, on a roll, because usually I build, like, a couple of units and then I paint, but now... All I've been doing is building, building, and gaming. I haven't painted. I've gained fuckloads, I've built fuckloads, but I have yet put fucking paint to brush. And, it, and it's starting to get me. I'm having the shakes. Yeah, you're really starting to sound like a millennial here. Ooh, burn! Damn, Chris, that was... Complain where there's really nothing to complain about. Yeah, there is that. Sorry, but there seems, seems to complain about. <laughs> I enjoy a balance in my life. I need to paint, I need to game, I need to build. And you need to complain. Well, that's true, but but that's like that's a that's yeah. a constant. But still, I need I need to I need to find balance. I need to bring back balance in, in the heresy, Jing and Jang. In the heresy force. So So before we get too down far down this path, I'm just gonna mention that this about Events and stuff in 2018, and that is exactly how it says in the show notes. Yeah, I was just, just I was just about to get there, but I was quite enjoying where Freddie was going. No, it is point. about me arguing about can't, the lighter. He was just thinking that we should save that for a few, uh, topic further along, like the what's actually called on the notes the host update stuff hobby games whatever oh, yeah okay. but that, that that's the that's it's like top gear that's like the entire show whatever happens but yes we do try and organize it a little bit um, right, well, i'll which, go into detail exactly what i've done yeah you, you can do that, that when we get there jody what jody Social yes medias. that's where i'm trying to go so to get it out of the way do you want to come and keep up with what's going on with the Ranch and Heresy podcast? See the, the visual implications of all our bickering and bitching and, and constant hobbying. Uh, you can go and come and give us a like and uh, follow us on Facebook. And that is the Varangian Heresy podcast. And a big shout out to uh, all our listeners who, and followers on there. We've just broke the 700 barrier on the uh, Facebook likes. So come along, give us a like and help boost us up there a little bit further. We greatly appreciate it. There is a linked group on there, the Varangian Heresy podcast group. And you can come along and shout out your whips, events, anything you like in there, and uh, we'll we'll be involved in there as well. We do tweets. Uh, also a poll. Oh yeah, so I was going to get to that at the end of this one because it's kind of content. Ah, uh, we, we this one we talk about. Exactly. All right, fine. There is and, a uh, poll in the for, group. Go on, Chris. Tell everybody yeah, about and the poll. for listeners. Uh, if you, this is a poll about. Uh, which one of the fate leads uh, we you would like? I thought we'd next. already sorted this. It was the wolves, uh, right? No, technically, it's uh, current. The leader with thirteen votes is Magnus. Did nothing wrong. Okay, fair enough. But 
followed by 12 votes for Night Lords. Okay, so we've got we've got Night Lords uh, Night Lords bringing up the rear. Sounds about right for them. And um, uh, yeah, and uh, Mag wrong. There's also so uh, a slot to vote for for Alistair from the Lean and Lies podcast. Since he wanted it, and that this slot Caymans for Alistair. It's not really a legion, but if you want that many Caymans, I think you. I don't even know actually what to say to that. That's just a little worrying. <laughs> yeah, and uh, for those listening, number five on the vote list currently is Space Wolves. See. See, they're there. They, they should, you know, we we know where they yep. should be. They should be number one, but apparently nobody's really sort of going for it. Yeah, but this poll will be running for a bit more. We we want input and not just do what we all. Well, obviously we are doing what we want to do, and uh, just decide on what we want to do. Sometimes it's nice to have we listen to as well, and uh, the Lydian episodes are quite interesting. For, this, for these kind of stuff, things. And it also means that uh, we can start looking for guests in time for the episode. Ah. So come and what, You mean we don't do our mad dash quick everybody help us once again? But that's how we get the adrenaline up for those episodes. That's how we get the adrenaline going. It's that mad crazy dash. <laughs> also, if you don't have on people that play everything but Space Wolves and have an episode of Magnus did nothing wrong, so... If you want that, go and vote for that option. Fair enough. Uh, so we are also on Twitter, at Varangian Heresy. We have our Instagram, at Varangian Heresy. You can also, if uh, if you're not sure where you can find us, even though you might be listening to us on one platform, you can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud. I do believe we're on Stitcher and Google Play as well. So uh, if we're not, we and shall the, be very soon. The play, the play, we are in the Player FM app as well. So Even better, Player play. FM. And then the, the the main one, the most important one, is our email address, and that's theverangianheresy at gmail.com. And that's where you can send us your information, so, well, personal information, banking information. We're quite happy to take both. Uh, but most definitely your event information, if you've got any lists you want us to review, if there's anything you want to ask us or get us to start talking about, you can drop us a message there. And if you have any questions about real dolls, Freddy real dolls or anything along those lines, please make sure you uh, just address them to care of uh, Freddy so that we know how to root them. Because the last one I make them cry. Just, uh... How to root them. Yes, so how to how to basically go to their Freddy's problem and send them to your work email so they set off every single, you know, government related <laughs> trigger warning that is yeah. possible. To be fair, people government email addresses are usually delayed. That's true, but uh, you know, I'd like to see what what happened with some of the filter subjects. You know, could be fun. Could be a lot of fun. Yeah, um, so that that's all our social medias. And as Chris has already said, this episode, episode 54, is all about our event series and other stuff that is happening in 2018 around that. Uh, so this is going to be a bumper episode to kick off the year and tell you all about not just the, the uh, technicals, the ins and outs, but to give you an idea on the actual theme behind it and, and sort of everything. So that's where we're going in our main topic. But as it says, the most important thing is what have we been up to in the heresy, in the gaming, and in, in all that sort of stuff for our own hobby. And I'm going to kick it over to Chris to start off. So what have you been up to, dude? Hello. I think I think Chris is indicating the amount of heresy hobbying he's done by pure silence. Well, 
Harrison well, building. I am currently sitting here building a warden for. Hang on a second. That wait, is Apple. Wait, wait. wait, is what? this 40k? <laughs> nope. This is 30k. Yep. It's the Legion. Freddy, look out the window. You might see the four horsemen of the apocalypse riding the sky. Uh, well, same thing. <laughs> so you are building a heresy model. Is, well, is this to fulfill your New Year's resolution? My New Year's resolution of having at least 3,000 points of Blood Angels at the end Ooh. of the year. It's a big step up from painting one more. But uh, given that, I, th I think I joke a bit thin during our <laughs> wrap-up episodes. I thought I should move forward. Ah, uh, well, yeah, maybe. But who knows? You can, you know, you can always pull out a joke until it's so dead that you know it comes. Well, you know, you know, in your defense, according to iTunes, it's the episode that has scored the most. <laughs> so I don't know. So maybe they liked your one painted miniature joke. Maybe it's something we should keep running with. Uh, possibly. So I painted a model. <laughs> there we go, increased. Which is also which is also true, but it's uh, it's my half track that I'm working on. Everyone that follows my Instagram can see seen that one. Build a little half. But track you have to give a bit more spiel now because this is this is sort of like your trainee session for something bigger, something more heretical to come, right? Yeah, I might build another <laughs> half. <laughs> Uh, joke aside, it might actually be a sailing ship next. But, uh, but uh, the, I've been uh, working with uh, that uh, little, what they call the uh, hobby streak the past few days, and it's actually been helping me pushing, getting some hobby at all. And uh, now that my half track is done, well, the only thing that's left is actually pour the water effects when the sealant has tried. But uh, yeah. Now there will be blood angels. There will be blood. And lots of them. There will be blood angels. Well, I'm doing what I usually do. I build some characters and then I'm really going to build some tanks and then get sick of it. But we'll see. Hmm. First one, well, I propose uh, to you and to Jody. Oh, dear. That, we, that we're going to do for each of our events. We're going to uh -huh. aim for like the whatever events. So we're doing 1500 points for uh, Lincoln. Yeah. So you mean like I've already posted like six episodes? Well, I oh, know. I'm taking you up on it now. Yeah. yeah. The Better late than never. So we're going to do like a shadow build of our force, and then we can use that. This is what I would bring to Lincoln. And I'll build it, I'll paint it, and so we can like follow whips and shit and like our road to Lincoln. Which I waited until we recorded so I can put you on the spot. <laughs> Which is also, I have talked about doing a Ultramarines force before, but if we got like 1500 points for Lincoln, Blood Angels will be 1500 points for Lincoln. Because I don't really have the time to paint two 1500 points lists until then. I guess I'm going to have to come up with a new 1500 point Iron Warriors list then, aren't I? Fair enough. No, you were, we're doing another. Yeah, well, I was looking at the World Eaters, to be fair. Uh, but. Uh, yeah, and that the Magnus did nothing wrong. Yeah, I've been looking at all of them, and I still can't find a Legion I give a damn about more than the Iron Warriors, so <laughs> I just don't know. Well, I, 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 I just you know have what to make. Do something uh -huh. thematic, like do an Iron Warriors Recon Company. 
and Iron Warriors Seeker Force. You know, Seeker something... Force might be Seeker Force might be interesting actually. Do a Terminator Force led by Gold. Oh God, he probably has that already. I don't. I mean, like, the... well, yeah, I do. Have it thematically. No, thematically, I need a gold model, but that's about it. (laughs) But I'm thinking like something that you hardly never ever seen. But as we all know in the fluff, uh, the legions could do anything, right? So how how often have you ever seen an Iron Warriors recon company? How often have you seen like uh, Iron Warriors? What what that Outrider right to war or whatever? Yeah, I'm looking at it all now. I'm looking at it. If you used to, you're thinking about it. How often have you seen company? Period, mm. except for two persons. Last I was going to say, Jen. Well, that's last year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I've seen it a couple of times. But um, oh, actually, Plastic Fantastic had, had a recon company in Ultramarines. Um, but that would be pretty mm-hmm. cool. Another thing that I would love to see, what you could do for Lincoln, is. Uh, Consider it's like Raider and Garrison. If you take that fluff a little, because we're going to do a little, little bit of spaceship background and ship. What about if mm-hmm. you do the Soul Mortalis right to war and do all of them uh, fucking Iron Warrior breaches? So eventually, when someone does Imperial Fist, you can re- recreate the Battle oh. of the. Yeah. But, oh. so, I must also say, just because we talk about those two things together now. Uh, you can't use the word Lincoln. Yeah, I know, but you can still... So these are the demo. I'm just mentioning it. For the players, you can't use it. Well, for us doing demos, we're just doing it for sure. That's true. But I'm, I'm saying, like, you can use the models because they're still troops. It's just that you don't have that right yep. war because, well, breaches will work really well in garrison anyway. I have been looking at doing a breacher, you yeah. breacher force, a breacher... Mm, okay, you got me thinking uh, now. You just need three units. Yeah, that means I need more breaching she- custom-made breaching shields, though. Because if you think about it, like, like, how isn't it in uh, spoiler alert? Um, fucking <laughs> Praetorian of Dorn, when they're doing that um, fucking where they're holding off the orcs and they're forming that breacher wall, and they do that cool fucking because they're like a garrison force and they're holding the fort and they're forming up with the like the breacher wall. And then they're shooting and they're moving forward, placing mines and shit, moving back and shooting and like something like that. That would be awesome, cool as a garrison force. Imagine like the grim, fucky, gritty Iron Warriors having like the bridge of force holding like, like, you know, uh, well, whatever it's called nowadays, like a, a trench line and a bastion or some shit. And, and you, you use that as your like anchor. Because it seems like the perfect garrison force for like a bastion or anything would be like a unit of breaches that just fucking seal the breach and you just go out, you know, tally, <laughs> sally forth and then you just uh, fucking form up like a, another fortification with their with their shields. Oh fuck it! All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. And it feels iron. All right, you win, you win, you twisted my arm. There we are. And I'll some havocs on top of the the fucking uh, bastion. Could have a couple of dreadnoughts in there, actually. On top of the yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, but uh, uh, and then to make it all fit together, you can always put a comms relay on on the bastion, and then <laughs> for the dreadnought. No, I mean, and then make the comms a hat relay. For the dreadnought. Oh, the dreadnought can have a top hat with a comms relay kind of, you know, um, feather in his cap. They're all yeah. getting all excited here, and you're just fucking derailing this shit. No, I'm just so taking. It, I'm just taking it all the way, man. I'm just going for it. <laughs> no, you're not taking it all the way. 
Uh, anyway, so imagine like, and that beacon is your radar force, and that force is based on something swift and sort of, you know, kind of like your QRF, your quicker reaction force that comes in. So you'll have more mobile units. So the garrison force is like the solid breachers and like things that don't move that much. And then your radar force complements that by having like heaps of mobile units coming in. What do you reckon? Oh, fine. <laughs> you have me at breaches, but <laughs> well, I always wanted to run your fucking jet bikes. There you go. I've got, my, I've, got, I've got my I've got I've got my sky slayers. I've got them there. Yeah, I yeah. could. Yeah, I some, can have some some as well, I suppose. I can yeah, be you can have veterans in rhinos, your raider forts, coming in, doing the whole outflank, thematic as fuck. Right. Yeah, I could do that. And then you have your, your HQ uh, for your garrison could be I don't know like a siege breaker or some something. I've got I've got my I've got my right now. Now you've got me thinking. I've got the guy in mind already, and it, I've already got the bits on the way. So um, yeah, <laughs> it might have something to do with the Lexus Pollux. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you can't you can't use Pollux because I'm using Pollux. And, no. and then we'll uh, a, hang on, Freddie, pause. Chris, we'll have a Pollux off, okay? We'll see who's got the best Pollux at the end of it. So we're going to lay our Pollux on the table. We're going to put off, we're going to slap our Pollux gently down on the table and see who wins. A Crimson Fist off. A Crimson Fist off. A Crimson Fist off, yes. We will lay our Pollux and well, they'll some fisting to uh, yeah. see who wins. And then to keep it to the narrative, that that's your HQ also for the Raider Force. It's going to be this Siege Breaker, whatever, dude. Uh, because, you know, you want to do some character progression. And then, please name him Siege Breaker. Uh, but you will have two different. <laughs> Can I have that as a special list list entry, Chris? Because you're writing. No, it. but you you'll have two two what different consoles. Like so, you'll have maybe like a Master of Signals that goes with the that is like with the garrison that he does all that he's handling the comms relay and shit. Yeah. Coordinate reserves, and then uh, like uh, the console that comes with the uh, the guys that are in the Outrider Force, you could have like a Vigilator or something cool. Ooh, yeah, no, I've got, I've got something, I've got something, I've got. And, and the com common third is your siege breaker. Is the he's in charge of both of them? Yeah, no, I've got. I was thinking, um, vigilator, yeah, or Maritat maybe. Yeah. Something like that. I've got that rather nice uh, Narek Drager model on the way. I don't want to do stuff with. Thanks to uh, thanks to George. Um, yeah, I've got plans. Okay, fair enough. There it is. All right, All right. you guys heard it. Oh, I'm okay. locked in now. I'm I'll locked in. I'm going to go spend some money now to make time. it happen. I'll work to next episode. We'll do heaps of listeners' reviews, and we'll actually also present our, our, our ideas from uh, our radar lists. So basically, if you have a, if you want to send in for us to review, do it for next yep, episode. Good segue there. He's on a roll this evening. Also, I'm going to mention that the reason why most of my uh, characters and stuff, and maybe most of everything, will be a bit more custom, is that someone that might uh, try to upstage my Rust game has a little Instagram and Facebook page he uses for all of his versions. So I might have to uh, start to battle on a different yep. front. Maybe, just maybe. 
see how this all goes down. Yep, you hear it. You've heard it here first, listeners. This is how it's all going to go down. It's on like Donkey Kong. Famous lost yep. words. So, Jody, aside from your, I don't know what it is, <laughs> which I'm, I'm going to have to listen project. back to this episode to remember what it is. But yeah, um, well, my hobby progress. Okay, hobby progress. What have I been up to? Uh, I've played some games. That's the start. Uh, yeah i know right i played like three games the past weekend uh not lies not lies um i i got my backside handed to me by a sons of horrors list uh yeah it was (laughs) lightest and um and uh yeah so that hurt and then uh I had a very, very. I have, I have had one of the best games of Heresy in a long time, and I was playing um, Philips um, Alpha Legion Army. We were playing 3K, uh, 3K games, and he was playing. Uh, geez, which one of the? Uh, which of the two? You've got Cause of the Hydra. What's the other um, right of war for the Alpha Legion? But uh, was it spoils of treachery or whatever it is? No, it wasn't that one. It might be called might be called the Hydra. I can't remember. Basically, it, we, he had uh, Alfarius uh, headhunter squadrons and stuff like this. And basically, everything infiltrated. It was a lot of fun, um, and it went down to the literally to the victory point count. Um, it was like every turn you just thought, okay, I've lost it. No way, I'm winning. No way, I've lost. It. No way, I'm winning. And his Alfarius pussied around for like two and a half turns and then suddenly just went on a tear through my backfield and just literally fucked everything um, and yeah murdered his way through my backfield at which point I was like oh okay well yeah that was that then <laughs> um, so that was that was fucking brutal but that was two really fun games um, starting to get a feel for the three three and a half thousand point area now as far as the game's concerned um because it's it's, I, I I've struggled with that sort of size of a game because I haven't played as many of that size and trying to because I've got lots of different things in my own warriors trying to actually get some sort of organised you know build a core force for certain certain things but now it's starting to make sense a bit more and, and you know having a bit more fun and quad mortars with phosphex are dirty apparently I think they're just practical. But apparently they're dirty. Um, you should bring them to Lincoln. <laughs> what my uh, my phosphex mortars? Yeah, yeah. but they're only allowed, aren't they? <laughs> because that yeah, but you would you would lose the challenge. Yeah, because they're not allowed. <laughs> oh 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 oh! I see what it is now. That's what it is. You're just trying to get me to auto lose. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. Just worry. You're just worried you're not going to get the get the painting done in time. That's all that is. Well, I haven't gone to a fancy painting course. So. Ah, well, you had a chance. <laughs> well, let's talk about. No, let's talk, I really yeah. didn't. <laughs> yeah, let's, but let's talk about that later. Chris. Yeah, let's we'll say that one for, we'll sort that, one for later. We'll sort that up for you, mate. Don't worry. We we'll, uh, we'll have you covered. Yeah, but anyway, uh, no. In all seriousness, no. Uh, that was a lot of fun. And um, uh, then the next game was against uh, Buddy Mine Espion and his Word Bearers, which 
Uh, I was I, for the first time in a long time. I won the initiative. Uh, won the roll off to go first. Set up nicely. Had with my uh, we're playing three and a half k. You know, Fellblade in there. My plasma preds were in there. I ha- I even put my jet bikes in there to have a bit of fun. And you know, go for my usual pride of the Legion list, which I can almost hear Chris's eyes rolling about now, um, because everybody knows how much I love Pride of the Legion, um, and I got seized on again. <laughs> every time I've got, well, it, it is the fucking punishment that you're for, running that every fucking, fucking time I've got them first turn <laughs> all year, all of 2017, and. Now, so far, all of 2018, I've been fucking seized on. It's just, yeah, that. But do you really think it's a problem with being seized on or with you? I think it's personal. Now, I'm totally taking it as personal. You know, it, it's you know, whatever higher power <laughs> is out there just says fuck you. If you, you you just don't get first turn, um, which I was uh, I was a little bit worried about because he was bringing his uh, shadow sword, uh, so. Yeah, he kind of punked me with his D shot, and there was a, he was running uh, a lot of stuff in Land Raider, so it's a lot of AV14 heavy stuff, uh, which I wasn't overly set up for. But uh, come the end of it, uh, my he, sadly he managed to lose six of his nine hole points on his uh, Shadow Sword in, in one one turn, and then the next turn uh, because I I, I dropped a Leviathan in beside it. And then, yeah, a friendly. Oh yeah, Leviathan. totally, totally. You know, friendly, fluffy, cuddlesome uh, Leviathan just wants to walk up and hug you. Um, and basically, I, and I, I one shot it, us to feel I one sorry shot it in his tailpipe with a melted gun, and then it went boom. Um, and the remnants landed on top of the Leviathan. Didn't do anything, but it landed on top of the Leviathan. He just sort of brushed it off, and then Fosfax the tactical squad the next turn. So it felt fine, you know, just how it was. But uh, those three, those three games were a lot of fun. Um, had a great time as always, and uh, yeah, getting a bit more settled on the three and a half thousand point thing. Um, the other hobby progress uh, continue to work on commissions, building, painting, painting, building, painting, um, not getting stuff done. I also, I'm so happy. <laughs> okay, uh, I managed to get rid of some furniture that has been sort of stuck in my apartment since my ex left and thank god it's gone because now i've been able to put up some some uh, display cabinets for my miniatures now so that's that's really nice um so i've got one of those ikea glass ones in the front living room the dead yeah one? i think it, yeah it's, the it's square, square rectangular one yeah with the light and everything on top um which looks amazing i am taking bets on how long it is before my kids destroy it um, but they well just uh, know that if they shake it too much the shelly just pop up yeah well I'm, I've been looking at that and I'm very close very tempted to sort of try and you know super glue or mastic the shelves in place and go fuck it I'll just have to find a way of moving it um... you might uh, want to put uh, because those little rubber nibs for the glass shelves tend to fall off or just disappear mysteriously. Maybe put some tape or something that makes it less slippery and uh, also reduces the noise of uh, the shelves if people will walk by them. Yeah, I've had I've had one for about ten years, so I thought I could give you some hints, little tips on them. 
I appreciate that. I really do. <laughs> I, 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 I was looking at, um, you know, I, I literally did a bit of research. It's like, well, could I get some sort of, you know, like angle iron, like metal tray type thing to sit the glass shelves in and hold them in place and all this sort of stuff. At which point it's like, I paid a hundred crowns for this and I would not, there was no reason I was going to just throw a lot of money into it. So I went, okay, if it, if it dies, it dies. But I have my models on display in the cabinet in my front room. I'm now a happy camper. So, um, yeah, I think that's all the hobby progress for now that I'll be working on. Uh, yeah, that's that. Yeah, that's about it. So, what about you, Freddie? What have you been up to, dude? Uh, I built an Arvis lighter, two Lima Rosses, uh, about. Let me stand up and count here. I based, uh, not primed all of them, but I based and glued and blocked and shit and semi-primed. My militia army, which is 100 plus dudes, can't even be bothered. Uh, sorted out my BFG fleet for Adepticon. But I've also played a lot of games. Ooh. Oh, and I've been working at, oh, well, <coughs> I wouldn't say that I've been working on train. Magnus has been working on my train, which I've been <laughs> supervising. But that is also a hobby progress. And I've done I like the way you do that. It's just, you know, you, you've been supervising. So, damn it, I'm counting it as hobby progress. Yeah. Now I've been, I've been playing a couple of games, uh, two Storm Chalice games and one regular game. And using my Raven Guards all the time. So, that's good. It's been ages since I've played Raven Guards, and uh, I've got to have much fun they are. And they are pretty good in Storm Chalice. So. The whole infiltrating all of the board, I kind of like that. And the whole dodgy rule, like if you run a right to war and you, and then uh, you run, uh, you get the preferred enemy independent characters and mm. tend to be a couple of independent characters in some squads. Open <laughs> <laughs> we'll the screens up. You're going down. <laughs> You're going down. Fucking hell. No, but it's fun. Like I've done. I've really liked it. I played like a big game, and then I've been playing so much Alice most of the time. And, and fuck, I've just I got I totally got reignited for so much Alice. I, I just remember how fucking fun it is and how cool and intense it becomes. And around fifteen hundred points, it's just like the perfect game. It's just so good. Like, and especially now when I got that new um, new board, which is so easy to you know like transport around and, and set up and shit with the tiles and stuff. To, uh, From the state, yeah, oh, yeah, the station, station one hundred and eleven. From XLC, oh, right. is that great? Yeah. Uh, so you just put in XLC in Facebook, and you'll find the company that done it. Like I, I was part of the Kickstarter, so I got fucking all and then some. Yeah, might uh, put in some, like a keyword like station. Yeah, or something sta- sta- because XLC is a, a short for yeah, something. Yeah, and you just put in station one one one. Uh, and worst case you can always go to our facebook page where you've actually put a post up about it and, yeah, and you can actually link over from there yeah exactly that's because people keep asking me like oh what's this awesome table that you've been playing all the so much house on so in the end i put up a link on our uh, facebook page so you can look there uh, or you search it like chris said uh but yeah, no, it's been good. Like I've been playing heaps of so much house. i come up with like heaps of new missions i've been using like i got some uh, blip counters so i've been playing with uh, either having the units as blips having the objective as blips uh, one of the scenarios we've done which is 
like I've, I've trial a couple of times, like I designed a scenario, which is really fun, is that uh, the defender gets to place, he gets to deploy all over the board. Uh, you also get to deploy six objectives. Uh, he knows which number they are, but you place it down so it is a blip. That makes sense. So he knows yeah. which number is what. Uh, they can't be within 12 inches from each other. They can't be six inches from board board edge. Uh, and and then after everyone deploys, uh, the attacker rolls a die. And that number is the the blip or the objective that he has to capture to win the game. And whoever holds that at the end of the game wins the game, obviously. Uh, and then it's just regular kill points. Yeah, fair it's enough. Re re really cool because you. you the defender has to spread out because he gets to deploy all of the board, so he, so he can cover his blips. Although he, he can try and cover it, but you won't be able to cover all of them. So you kind of have to deploy the objectives pretty smart, so maybe you can move to another objective. But you don't want to move to give it away which objective it is. So it becomes kind of like a sneaky game as well, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So, so sometimes like, ooh, should I just let that objective go? But then he knows that objective is not important. So, because as soon as the uh, the attacker gets within uh, three inches of an objective, he can contest it. At the end of that turn, he gets to turn it. So, did this basically end up with uh, two markers from two different peoples on the on the, each on the other side of a corner, just calling each other? What? Just like like a blip marker. If you have a corner and player one and player one on each side of the corner, they just calling each no, other. No, 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 no. The, the attacker has no blips. <laughs> Ah. You, the defender plays yeah. six blips, right, on the table. Then he, he, the defender deploys his entire army on the table. So his deployment zone is, is the entire table except one zone, which will be... Uh, so normally I, I set up like a hangar. I put down like the, the Raven Guard a Storm Eagle there. And that hangar is the deployment zone of the attacker. You can't place a blip in there. Well, the defender would never place a blip in there. It's just retarded. Uh, and then the rest of the board, the defender gets to place his blips, and he gets to deploy his entire army. And then the attacker can hold units in reserve, so he can come, he can outflank and out the corner, if he wants to. If he infiltrates, obviously he infiltrates. But neither the defender or the attacker, before the game begins, knows which objective is active. Which one are they after? The attacker rolls a die, let's say it's number three, he doesn't know where objective number three is. Defender knows where objective number three is. Now he needs to start playing poker face because if he gives away, because his army is entirely spread all over the board, right? If he starts moving everything towards objective number three, the attacker will know where objective number three is and will obviously know where to go. And then it becomes a race who gets there first. Or he can try and play a diversionary attack and move more units towards another one objective to try and try, you know, try and uh, confuse the attacker to go. Oh, maybe that's important. Maybe he just leaves it un unprotected and try to bluff. Are you with me? Yes. You're so silent. Yep, okay. listening, mate, listening, and also it helps for <laughs> other people actually listening to this to, to pick up how it goes as well. So you know. <laughs> uh, good. But anyway, it, it's super fun, and it becomes sort of like. It's, becomes like Soul Mortalis po poker style. 
Because <laughs> I, I ran this with, uh, we had a couple of guests to the gaming club on Sunday, which are the photos I put up. So I ran that scenario with, uh, with Gabriel and, and a friend from Ukraine. And, and, and they did the same thing. Like, so they tried to play like, oh, well, I'm going to leave this objective and I'll move all my forces to this objective to try and confuse Gabriel, who was the attacker. And he was like, oh, maybe this is the objective. And then he sent his, uh, his uh, console on like a wild goose chase to go to the wrong objective. So yeah, it, it becomes super fun. And in the, and the game actually came down to the last turn because, uh, because there was a big massive melee with the last of it. He managed to, because you play six turns and, and the way it works, it, like normally you could actually go around with, around all the objectives because they were, you, as the defender, you can't spread them too much because you need to be able to react, which means that the tactic normally can reach all the objectives if you if you make the deployment zone you know, kind of okay. But it's a cool scenario, and it's cool to see like you roll the die, and then if the defender is one of the objectives that he hasn't protected, and you put something in our flank, he's like, oh no, Jesus. And the game ends automatically if the attacker at the end of any of, of the game turn holds the objective. So. Nice. Ah, it's uh, super fun. Yeah, we've got to run run that a couple of times again in the future and see how it plays out. And we can yeah. pull it to some events or something. See? Tying that in there. Trying yeah. to. Anyway. Poorly, but trying. <laughs> <laughs> so what else did you do apart from, uh, apart from you know, your usual tirade of hobby awesomeness? Anything else or... We've just been, you know, uh, no, I've, up been, like a I've bad been man. fucking, I've been whipped at work like a motherfucker. But I've been, I've been trying to hobby as much, but not as much as I wanted to. So I haven't, I haven't done that much more than that, except building my militia army and playing games. But that is all about the road to Adepticon, so that 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 counts. Yeah, and and also, well, I built the army that I'm taking to the weekender. Ooh. Which which army is that are you taking? That would maybe be an Empress Super Recon Company. Ah, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Is this possibly what you're going to be putting down as your fifteen hundred point force for Lincoln then, or uh... maybe maybe someone has already said uh, seen some auto cannon attack bikes. Maybe that might be part of this. <laughs> take, take, but technically, it couldn't be your part of the challenge. Because you have to ah, that's it. true. Stuart is paying me those. <laughs> uh, it, it's my thank you commission for helping us out with the nights. Oh, paint, uh, paint up fifteen hundred points extra, and you'll be fine. You know. We'll, that's we'll, right. We'll Actually, I, I'm super tempted because I've been dreaming about uh, doing uh, raiders and garrison militia force. That's why I'm I'm trying to sweet talk Nicholas the Gothcon BSK guy to see if he has more steel legions that I can hump for for return <laughs> whatever yeah hump, hump for heresy me. blow job for fucking bonkers. head for heresy <laughs> give head for heresy that's what it's all about yeah because I, I, I have a ton of Krieg models but I'm thinking because I've already started down the track of the steel legions maybe I'll swap to Krieg for the steel legions or something oh, or we'll work something else But don't you worry, uh, my Lincoln challenge that I put the fucking gloves down for will be militia. I reckon we have we will have something 
defined for next yeah. episode. I'll go through our plans and what we're thinking and why we're doing whatever we're doing. Yeah, I just wait for Fred. Freddie can tell me after we finish recording, so I know what I'm why I'm doing what I'm doing now. <laughs> like why my my like why my entire force is uh, in uh, Mark Sen Seven and already painted like eight years or ten, ten years ago. Whatever it is <laughs> for now. And, and why are you going to be crucified at the end of the hallway at Lincoln? <laughs> As a token. I must also say, well, it will be the color scheme as my 40k art. Yeah, it looks well, good, but that's what it's all about. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, but as we said, the reason for everything will be next time we discuss yeah, this. we'll bring this up and talk to uh, talk about it next time because you know we'll, we'll be prepared for that so uh, that's kind of what we've been doing that's well just one oh, more thing on, one more thing yeah. if anyone that listens wants to, to to inofficially join our challenge and just send in I'm going to do this feel free for it because it's a, as much a hobby event as a gaming event for us okay the road to Lincoln. The road to Lincoln. It is. It is. It is long, but it is. It is there. It is in front of us, and we shall. We shall conquer it, and all that jazz, and okay. you know, uplifting sounding stuffs. Um, so that being the case, let's, let's move on. Let's move on because there's there's some stuff that we need to talk about. Speaking about Lincoln, Chris, I do believe there is something that's going to be coming out incredibly soon. Yeah, that is. Uh... The, well, there's actually two oh. of these. The Lincoln Players Pack will be released, and that, that will contain all the information on when and where and what you are supposed to bring, what to pay, and all of that, which date uh, restrictions and for the list, because we are using Garrison and uh, Raider lists. And uh, there are also some other restrictions, like... Uh, well, for narrative reasons, uh, the Talons of the Emperor are not on it at this point of the battle. Yeah. So they are not allowed. But on the other hand, uh, the cults lists for militia are not allowed either because the initial battle is basically ship holds with space marines and so And obviously militia, because that's narrative. But the cult hordes that are brought forth later are not yet there enough. They're just the seeds are being sown and, uh, at the moment is what we're we're going for there. And it's also also even the word bearers realize that sending just containers full of uh, well scum across the void is really the most efficient strategy. But let's just say that it hasn't derailed so much into raving lunatics right now as it's kind of in the narrative yeah. straight after Isaran fires. Yeah, and in conjunction with this, will also be a pack uh, all of the missions for the radio missions released around the same time as the Lincoln plays back. But they, they will all be up when this episode is released. Uh, well, one of the main things we we might mention is uh, we will have some sort of new um, hobby challenge, which is yeah, we can yeah. discuss that now. I thought we discuss well, it later, but let's discuss, discuss it, it later if you want. It's up to you. What do you say, Jody? What do I say what? 
Well, we started talking about let's LinkCon, and I get this. all horny about talking about the event. Yeah. For, I know you do. Let's, let's, put, let's, let's try and for, put a cork in it. Sure. Oh, oh, you're putting out the microphone stand noise now, are you? Uh, I, I could, I could uh, I put spring on on the stand now. So, listeners want to really realize what we're talking. About. I've had some fun before recording with uh, the, one of the springs for my re- microphone stand. But uh, we're gonna put. There will be a, a challenge, a hobby challenge for Lincoln and for all of the other events. But all of the details. For this, we're going to go through the main topic because it's more than just saying like this is for Lincoln because we're doing this for the entire year. For every event, there would be a different challenge with a, a bit of the same thing we are supposed to do, but uh, and themed for the event yeah. Yeah. as well. But like more, more, de- more details. We're going to go through that up, like in a couple of yeah minutes, hours, so. <laughs> depending on how long how long we ramble. <laughs> And uh, another thing, because we have been asked uh, for this <laughs> several times, uh, is that uh, when the Lincoln Players Pack is released, there will also be a folder, a folder link with uh, containing the Lincoln, some raiding rune mode, whatever we're going to do. Yeah. Well, let's just At call Lincoln. it the Varangian Heresy Centurion Mood. Mood? Moody? Mood. mood, yeah, mood. I'm in the mood, mood. for centurion. <laughs> yeah, but that will be in, in uh, that this will also be the document with uh, the armored lists we're gonna use at uh, the next event. Uh, this is so people can prepare, and for those that are not attending, it there will be a collective resource where everything will be found that will be pinned to a page when this is released. It seems like like uh, we've been getting a lot of messages and a lot of questions. It seems that there's a massive interest, uh, especially about the armored rules, but also about uh, mm-hmm. our take on the Centurion, because we're doing the whole Raider Garrison angle, which is a bit different, and it's all combined in one document, which people like, and and yeah, heaps of questions. And, and yeah. so we were thinking about putting all those, like, not the place, pack specific ones but the actual kind of rules type yeah in, in one in, in one place and these uh, documents uh, might get updated as it goes on but we will put both that when stuff is updated and there will be a version note in the document name it's like uh, version one uh, and also we we'll, uh, we've been asked asked to get asked about the faq a lot especially since the new rule drop but we'll put the FAQ there, but just so everyone knows, we haven't gone through the new book. Well, we have gone through the new book, and we have ideas on how to update the FAQ. It's just that we have, unfortunately, not had time to sit down and rewrite the FAQ. But we'll do that as soon as we can. It's on the way. Yeah. There are also some things that are that will be quite easy to update because they have been changed completely or that if the FAQ they are based on doesn't exist anymore, like we have actually taken from the old Fort Worth FAQ. Yeah. And those th- those might be reworked uh, to our FAQ with uh, like our order will be removed entirely depending on what they say because some of those answers in the FAQ are actually predicting that we've noticed that are actually contradicting some things in the current rules. So we'll see. But uh, like the the one that it is now, 
like we, we I keep telling people that keep emailing and ask questions about amendments or commenting in FAQ and asking why is it like that? Can we change it to this? I'm saying like the FAQ is there for you as a community to just give you like some ideas to start out with. If you want to change it, it you can use it for your own. Like we, we don't like we're not going to hold it against you that if you take the FAQ and they change 50 or 80 percent of it. But, you know, it's it's there for everyone to use whatever they want out of it. If they don't want to use some of the rules, don't do it. Like, this, it's not a mandatory. It's not like a fucking Swedish comp 40K stuff here. It's just what we think is all right. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With that said, we would appreciate if you have a comment that you want to send in or a question or anything, send them. Your feedback is good. Yeah. Exactly. Feedback is very, very good, and it helps. It helps to do do all the fluffy things like grow, get better, and all that sort of stuff. But it's just nice to hear the, and see people thinking and investing back into something that is is being put out there for everyone to use. So, you know, uh, and thank you um, all that actually else. do this. Like we, we really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, and it might uh, even give us uh, a thought that we haven't in our minds, so to speak, because. Rules are, are written and can be in different ways and might be like uh, someone has an interesting idea or just have an interesting idea in general for how to... We don't mind. We're just interesting to see what people are doing. Exactly. Because that's how, that's how we learn and it's been documented that we, we do help ourselves to other people's ideas because that's how the community grows. Yeah. By doing all this sort of stuff. Yeah. Take the best shit from everyone. And then make it your own. <laughs> and then claim you invented the word fear. <laughs> oh, you went political. Ah, oh, fair point. That's that's not political. That's just stupid. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let's move let's on from move that, on that one, shall we? Because that's that's a rabbit oh, hole. It, is. it most definitely is a rabbit hole. Um, okay, so here we are. Um, let's let's talk about the new stuff, the news that's out there. Um yeah, let's let's talk about the, 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 the wolfy 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 dude, Bark at the Moon guy, the new space wolf creator model <laughs> that is out. Um anybody got anything positive I, to say? I could, temporarily uh, out of stock, I should say. Currently. It's also quite hard to find because it's not it's not in the space wolf anymore. Ah, okay. That makes sense. So, yeah. But uh, as I said, the last time we discussed this one after the open day, was it? Yeah, I uh, think so. Warmerfest or 40k open day, whatever it was. It's a re- really nice sword with a miniature attached to it. <laughs> Ow. It still cuts. That still cuts. <laughs> no. Well, the sword uh, does anyway. No. Not Bad joke number one. <laughs> Tick. <laughs> what about you, Freddie? What are your thoughts uh, on, the, uh, I, on I, the dude? I don't know. He he reminds me very much of the Kalth Terminator, and it seems like the basis for the sculpt has been the Kalth uh, Praetor or whatever it is there. And then he's ba- ba- mm. basically added some green stuff on, some weapons, and it's... Unfortunately, I don't want to say this because, uh, well, I don't give a shit about offending people, but... I know Space Wolf players are a passionate kind, especially Jake, and 
it it's feels not like, even Jake likes that many. Yeah, many. I know, but it, the thing is, <laughs> it is not on some level it is all right, but it just feels like an easy rush job. It feels like they've taken the Cal Terminator Praetor and they've added green, but they have added green stuff and they've changed some arms and shit around. But uh, the only thing is that the Cal Praetor is the other way around. Yeah, oh, well, Jesus Christ, okay. That, that's on the, the other way around. Yeah, so, okay, they have Mirror Reverge to Cal Praetor and added green stuff. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying the one that did this Praetor did a really bad job. <laughs> yeah, no, but I was, I was worrying. Like, I even, if, even if that person... Even if that person listener, I'm saying this is a bad job. Right. You could do better. Have put in a fucking pistol grip for the bolter in his hand for yeah. one. But there's, I'm there's saying a... it's. I'm saying that it seems like okay. It seems like a first draft of a sculpt. Yeah, the the, the sad part is that what you see is what you get. If they if they before they send it out for twenty five parts, and you got a complete model, instead of just, uh, removing it or putting it temporarily out of stock, it's just a bit of a shit move to those who actually bought it, or if they are updating it. Yeah, I, th- I think that I think that's the bottom line. Is this is just a really bad? It, the, it feels like a bad example of, qual- of quality control gone wrong, basically. Um, the, well, it could be so easy that the wrong fucking sculpt sculpt ended up in the mold. It could be, but it's it's the sort of you know I'm going to be harsh. It's the sort of thing you expect to be on point because you know it's you're not paying you know three quid for a model or five quid for a model. You're paying twenty five quid for a model. That's that's a sculpt. That that's a that's a squad. That's you know something else. You expect something that's going to be that's a Praetor model to be potentially a centerpiece level model, you expect the detail to be right. I sure do. You know, it's like, like you expect, you don't expect spelling mistakes in a book that's costing you 70 quid. It happens, but you don't expect it and you shouldn't expect it. You shouldn't be accepting of it either. You know, think... it's one of those things. And I think personally, the, the one thing that disappoints me, and we've talked it to death, has been the fur, the banana fur. That that you know, I can almost forgive, almost forgive everything else on the model, but the fur just looks wonky to me. It just doesn't look right. It doesn't sit right for me. Um, it's fixable, yeah, like... but I, I'm, I'm the same with the Vargia Terminators. You know, I just think whatever, however the fur was created, it just didn't work this time. You know, whatever well, whatever you, was caused. If you look at if you look at yeah, fur that he has for the wolf that wolf pelt that he has on him. Yeah, that is like fucking top notch. Yeah, work, exactly. Right? That's and that would right be now, something like uh, even like the old Chaos Warriors from Fantasy, like the phones that they had. Top notch. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm looking at it now. It just it looks it looks so much more natural. I think that's the but thing. That, that, that's what I'm saying. This is if, if you compare it like the, the Praetor they released prior to this was the Thousand Sun one. And that was fine. That is like you fell off your share. That is big, fucking hard on mag- mega balls. Awesome, beautiful piece of shit. Or even the two generic praetors that have been released 
quite long yeah. ago. But I'm just yeah. looking at like what's, what's happened right now because it, it wasn't that long ago they released the Crater for the Thousand Suns. And that was like, even made me feel like, man, maybe I should play Thousand Suns. This is fucking... Oh, it's, it's definitely one tits. of those models that there's yeah, one of those yeah, models exactly. that made like, go. This is, yeah, this huh? is the fucking tits. And then it is just, I can't get away from it, but it, I hate this because I love Forge World, but it feels like this is a concept model. It feels like the fur is going to, it's like it's supposed to have a next step where they, they did the banana because that's usually what you do, green stuff, and then you start adding on the, the, the hairs and shit. You know, because the banana is used there to form the, the shape of the fur. Like if you if you go on YouTube and fucking make make fur on a model, you'll see that they'll do the banana stage and then we'll take it to the next stage where, where they shape that into the hair and the fur. So it just seems like they... Yeah, or... Uh, yeah, so it seems it. like they, they're like, okay, this is the concept. It's supposed to have fur here. And they have done like the, the first step of making fur and green stuff. And I was like, oh, he, he needs to have a bolter there. Should we make it this bolter or should we make it like, should it have something else? Or should it be attachments like, because that hand seems like you should be able to swap that bolter out for something else. And then in, an, in another piece, you usually get uh, underneath the hand, either you get like a sword or you get like a pistol grip or you get something else, you know, that you glue on to underneath, depending on which weapon mm -hmm. you, you pick there. Yeah, and the thing is, this model comes with another weapon for that hand, but it comes with attached to an, the dagger, comes attached to another hand. And that one hasn't really been put as well, either because it's small details that are missing, because it's basically just having the pommel resting on top of a, the same hand <laughs> the bolter has. Yeah. But do, have the blade so, on the bottom. do you know what I mean when I when I say that it feels like it's a concept model and that it needs it? Yeah. It is like a pre-development stage. It requires another fucking week of green stuff working. Yeah, it, it's uh, currently part of it. Look, just like a, a quick kit patch with the hand for the bolter and stuff yeah. like that. But there, there are all the stuff that's off with this model as well. The posey that well done. Both of the legs compared to the body, but releasing the biggest mistake was probably releasing it as and not updating the hand before releasing it because they should have caught that before it was yeah. in the mold. But that's what I'm saying. Something something has gone wrong here, and that's probably why it's out of stock because there's no fucking way every single space wolf player in the entire galaxy went and bought this like off the bat. No, even looking at the con or the plates for the Varagir Terminators, they don't really look anything like the Varagir Terminators get as miniatures, because they are more ornate, cataphractic with uh, wolf pelt cloaks, basically. Yeah, and I mean that's 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 the image I, I was I, I I was expecting, you know, when I saw that when I when because it was the image that was was out there um, at the weekender. This is what we were expecting. These were the color plates, and then you sort of see them, whatever it was, it six months down the line or something, or even eight months down the mm -hmm. line, and then 
the first. I mean, it, it's been no, uh, it's been noted that the the guy who was sculpting them even said that this was not, you know, this was rushed out to to put it there, um, to put it on display. But um, we were also three D printed at that point. Yeah, uh, it, yeah. I, I don't know. It just it just feels like they, there's so much potential for that model and just those models, the Predator and the Vargate, and it just feels like they missed the mark. It really does. Well, it seems like the, uh, well, we're not going down the rabbit hole of, you know, tearing this apart too much, but it no, seems I mean, like they, 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 I get the feeling there's a dog buried here somewhere. Something has gone wrong and we'll yeah. see what happens. And there's probably a reason why it's, uh, it's all unavailable on Fortwell's webpage and who knows what's going to happen. Can all all say one thing that Fortwell hasn't handled this very good. Because when people noticed this when they got them and started to come out this, they just went down the old regular standard route of burying their heads heads in the sand. I'm not saying that you should have massive flame Fortwell's page, but if someone says that this isn't what we did, this is really bad, or this is is this supposed to be like this in regards to the hand when it didn't have the they're called the pistol grip yeah. and everything and just starting to delete comments instead of just saying just put out the message that we haven't we are acknowledging this existence we're going to look into it that's the way of doing it but you know it's been turmoil then since alan has kind of when he passed it seems like it's they they are but, still but he would he wouldn't have been in charge of that anyway yeah. This is a this is a control issue, and someone should have been. I'm sorry, but that can't be an excuse. But I'm just saying it. It's it's feels like it's been some sort of like flow on effect generally from Portugal. Uh, after Alan's passing, quite a lot of people. They started moving people away before he passed yeah. to other projects. So I, I think I think it, in the end it's probably a staff issue somehow. But you know we, probably, we, we can we can it we can speculate happen. all night, or we can move on. <laughs> yeah, just sometimes just have to stop making up excuses. Yeah, it's happened. It is as it is, and I think that at the end of the day, it's you know either they're doing something about it. Um, or they're not. I don't know. We'll, we'll wait, have wait, to see wait. how it lands. So, so is it wasn't this aimed to Jody to get his life to get back together? Or, so we're talking about Fortwell soon, right? Yeah. Last time I, I checked. I, I, did I? What did I miss this time? <laughs> it's just the uh, Freddy oh. being Freddy. Oh, you, you know? mean being a cunt? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Just, 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 just so I'm not hey, off. That's that's offensive to cunts. It's true, but you know, that, that that's that's something that everybody understands. Um, so, and it's also a verb. In, it's also a verb, an adjective, and a proper noun and noun in Australia. It, it, it is. It's, it? it's also it a comma. I was going to say it's a punctuation mark in Australia, isn't it? <laughs> but then, yeah, it's, but, it's a ver- it's a really versatile. But I, I know, uh, I know, we we kind of talked a bit about this. Uh, in our previous episode, like the end of year episode, but I think that we should end this on a positive note because now we all, like we all said, we all have the rule book. Now, I yes, even have do. like the physical hard copy rule book. Oh, now you're just showing off. Yeah. 
you and your bunnies. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for mine. I, I ordered it oh, the other day. Uh, okay, well, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 so, the, I'm the poor one of the group, so yeah, it's totally understandable I don't have it. But anyway, you guys have at least the e-publication, so yep. I think, like, to leave this uh, poor fucking Wolfie McWolf boy and then move on to something that has actually been very positive and that I like, and I've been reading reading through the actual hard copy, because it's one thing to look at the EPUB, and, you know, it's a PDF, and you think, oh, this is good, this is cool, but, like, once once you have the book with the smell, and you open it up, you have, the, like, a whiskey in one hand, going through the rules, and, you know, Jesus Christ, um, yeah. this is some good shit. EPUB is great for, like, reading on trains or at events. Yeah, I was going to say actually, that with, with the reference. games that you've played recently since the, the rulebook came out, have you have you actually been using it and as in like going back and forth to it and, and checking it a lot? Oh, oh, yeah, I, last I must game, I, last game I actually looked up a couple of things because I I haven't used assault marines for for a while. Uh, I only use assault marines uh, well in my world leases, which I haven't played for a while, and uh, for my raving guards. And I, I was checking out, like, oh, wait, how, how do you do when you run with the assault rings and how does it work, like, when you charge and stuff and you have jump packs. And... So I've been using it, but the one thing that I've, I, I looked through first is that uh, we're, we've been too harsh with cover. <laughs> so now there's a lot more has four plus cover. So, so it's been a little bit less deadly, I've noticed. And, it, and it's made melee a bit more focused. So that's cool. And I, I just like the subtle change. I just like that there's no argument about, like, well, how should we call this rune? Uh, this rune is 5+, plus, and this one is 4+, plus, but now it's just, no, runes are 4+, plus. that's it. Bam. Done. Craters are 6, you get 5 if you lie down. Bam. You know, it, it, it's so easy. It's like a, a nice table for that. I love that shit. I love how they sorted out the, the fortifications. That's excellent. I love, uh, I love that in some areas, like the whole conundrum between Raven Guards being are they jump troops, is jump troop a classification or not, they actually written it down as not. I know there's this whole contradiction about snipers back again. Uh, fuck, follow your own FAQs. <laughs> but but still, overall, I have to say that I've, I've, I've done the whole uh, Radio Free Istvan, I've compared it to the 7th Ed rulebook to start with, and it, it, it just... The layout is better. It makes more sense, and it's it's just not. It is well, eighty percent is just rules transported over, removing, deleting all the other shit. Some nice editing, but it they have changed around, like the way they've edited. It, they've changed around some of the sections and stuff, so it makes more sense. And I like that. And I like the summary sheets are a bit better, and and some of the explanations and and having the specials more tailored toward heresy so much better so yeah it's pretty cool i haven't played with new the, demon rules that will, that's going to be interesting i think they missed putting the Astros as one into the book though yeah. but uh, if that's the biggest grab i'm not sure if that's a really a no. complaint no. The, 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 the only only gripe i have is that it seems that they forgot about their own faq but it seems like they're gonna. They, it yeah. seems like they're gonna put out another FAQ pretty soonish, which is gonna handle all that. And what the word on the street is, it's gonna handle a lot of other things as well, like uh, book seven and, and some other imbalancing issues. But I, I really like 
I really like the format layout. It, it's excellent. It feels like a heresy product. Uh, and fuck, compared to buying Aether rulebook, like the money, it, it's not that expensive for being a GW or a Forgeworld product. So I think it's good. And I like the, the examples and stuff. Yeah. So overall, it's like definitely something positive. And that's exactly what it should yeah. be. Yeah, as we discussed in uh, our last episode, the, a really good thing with this is that it finally gave us a final from which and what we're go, supposed to play instead of having are we going to play this edition or this edition or we're going to play a modified version of this edition. Now we have a now we have a rule book. Now we yeah. know what we're. And, and I think I, I know it's it's a fucking controversy eight versus seven, but one thing if you have a look at eight. Regardless of if the rules are good or not, the amount of, uh, I wouldn't say FAQ, they call chapter approves and stuff that they're pushing out and, and retweaking and the different data sheets and slates and codexes and, and rechanging the rules that they're doing like on, on GW. Jesus Christ, remember when the FAQ dropped for 7th Ed and multi-bobbing and shit and how like it took forever and most of uh, heresy community is like, well, we don't care about this. <laughs> like, what's going on? Are we playing with it? Are we not playing with it? What's going on? Did they just retweak a rule? What is this? That confusion is gone. Yeah. Without, uh, well, well, when the two rule books aren't linked, like previously, uh, changes that would make sense in the, the free universe, like just mentioned with FAQ. Uh, won't hurt us in the heresy community but because they, they, those problems didn't really exist heresy community in the first yeah, place and, and we have always been kind of uh, doing our own FAQs and sorting out our own problems and, and ha like keeping on, on top of things so having a rule set that's now set kind of like in stone and it's not going to move that much more it means that whatever community stuff that we bring out it's going to work so much better than uh, then even if the rules were awesome and they were made by Games Workshop, the problem is that the amount of community work that we had to do to keep on track on all the chapter approved and stuff, it's just going to be confusing and it's going to be, you go to one event, but oh, well, well they just dropped this rule. Oh, but we're using this rule here. And oh, okay, well, back home we play this rule. And I think that what it does, having kind of like a solid foundation rule that everyone is familiar with, makes the, the community FAQing much easier and it also makes easier to have a discussion about it and it makes me going, I've noticed that last year, going from one event in Sweden and then going playing in Adepticon in Texas or, or wherever, it is, we all play, like there, there is no, like what, what kind of, I remember back in the 40k, what kind of comp are we playing here? Are we playing Swedish comp with fucking this special thing? Aha, uh -huh, okay. I have no mm -hmm. fucking idea what it is. And then you go to another place. Oh, in this, we play Swedish comps, but with the following additions or changes. Like here, it, it seems like everyone kind of found a sweet spot. Because I had no surprises going to Deptigo. I had no surprises going to, to Stiff. I had no, like, no surprises going from, from our events to BSK to, to whatever. It, it, it seems that we, we're all kind of on the same page. And it's so much easier with a solid 
rule book that doesn't have fucking chapter approves that comes like on a monthly basis because that that would just be a total mess. Mm-hmm. But that's my personal opinion. Yeah, I even be well. I quite agree because sometimes when you went to 40k events back in the day, it was basically oh they dropped uh, like an FAQ last night. Are we going to play with it or not? And it was for 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 a while there. It was basically every event for six. Doing like what are you doing now when they're updating all of the time? New FAQs, new FA. Oh well, with all the new books that are released, so yeah. having everything as we have said in one place for for now at least. Still waiting for an. There's still stuff that needs FAQing or that Fort will have started FAQing and spoiled a bit. But uh, we'll see what happens. It's it's uh, it's a good time in the yeah. hobby now, at least. I, I, I think mostly it was the, the uncertainty of which direction it was going was the biggest issue. Yeah. Not actually the 8th or 7th, it's just the uncertainty. People hate uncertainty. Yeah, I think we could have a... If it had gone to 8th, it would probably have been some kind of adapted version of 8th yeah. anyway. Like it was an adapted version of 6th and an adapted version of 7th. Just having the own rule set is good. For the reasons we've just discussed with FAQs yeah. and stuff like that. So, well that was something new, because they started shipping the books after Christmas. <laughs> and this is our first episode this year. Kind of proper episode. Oh, it's kind of yeah. in the news. That's a fair, fair. The other, the other one, just, the other one just took a bit, a few days extra to get because I had to re-edit it all. <laughs> it was po- still not perfect, but you can't do perfect. You have to do good enough. Eighty percent is good enough. Well, mm-hmm. that's uh, yeah. Insert my last date. You know, it sounds like the end of my last date joke here. You know. However, you want to run that one. Uh, so, have we? So, should should, should we just? Uh, we have a little special something that you guys recorded. Yes, we you? did. That's where I was just going. We're gonna we we actually have uh, Sebastian or, or Seb Sebastian Jensen from uh, the one of one of the wonderful troop of Danes that try and get us drunk and mentally scarred at every one of our events. Um, he is running an event coming up in February, and he got in touch with us. So we've done a little interview with him, uh, and it's about uh, it's it's all about the event and what's going to be going on. A little bit of banter back and forth. So what we're going to do right now is just take a, a very quick hop over to a pre-recorded segment with uh, Sebastian, and we'll be right back. And it's time for myself and Freddie to have a chat with. One of our very good friends, a uh, long-time friend of the show and all-round heresy dude all the way out in Denmark, and that is uh, Mr. Sebastian Jensen. How you doing, brother? Hello, hello. I'm doing quite well. Yeah. Thank you. Awesome. And you are on tonight to have a chat with us about what exactly? Uh, I'm hosting an event um, a bit outside of Copenhagen on the 18th of uh, February, which will be a 2 a 2 event. Awesome. Um which has I've kind of messed with the with the old regular thought of heresy being loyalist versus um, traitors, which are now 
there are no tra official traitor or loyalist legions since Horus's betrayal has just been found out, so people are bonding together with their battle brothers instead. Ah, oh, I like it. Intrigue already. This is quite mm -hmm. cool. Now, I tell you, what, before we get into much, before we even get down the path about talking about the event a bit more, yeah. let's talk about you first, man. You get a chance to shout oh. yourself out. Tell, tell us very quickly about yourself, your sort of your hobbying, and you know what what you're into when it comes to the heresy. Um, yeah, well, it's um, I started when I was seven. Uh, got my first uh, Space Marines and the Sowers Warriors um, at a shop in Roskilder. Uh, and then it never really stopped. And about two, no, about a year and a half ago, my friend Suna started uh, getting me into Heresy, playing White Scars himself. And yeah, he gave me 20 uh, Mark IV uh, plastic marines, and I was hooked. <laughs> the, first, the first hit is always free. Exactly. <laughs> this, this may or may not be something that Freddy is known for, that's all I can say. <laughs> it's a good way into the hobby, I'm, I'm gotta be honest. Yeah, the first taste is always free, the rest of it, well, you know, take yeah, souls so, as credit. <laughs> so now I've been into Heresy for about a year and two months, and I'm about 12,000 points, I think, of Thousand Suns. Not all painted though yet, but very, well, I would say very there. nicely painted Thousand Suns from the ones I've seen. Thank you, thank you. That's even some of the bad ones. Well, <laughs> take take the win there, man. They're, they're, they're still looking good. It works for the purpose. Oh yeah, it definitely does. It definitely uh, does. So yeah, and then I've been playing a couple of events here in Denmark and uh, joined a club and also go to. a regular painting day on Mondays uh, with Eric and a lot of the other Danes. And that's pretty much the heresy for me. That's two times a week, more or less. Nice. That's very cool. I mean, what's, what's, what's your local scene like as far as uh, heresy is concerned? What, how, how, uh, how busy is it? What sort, of, what sort of numbers of guys and dudes you got playing heresy over there? Um, all together, or like well, in, uh, well, what, what, I don't know. What's regular? What do you normally play? You know, what do you normally see? I mean, whatever you think. The two places I go the most to, at least, are the places I know of. Um, one of them is about I think we're eight or nine people now. Some of the people overlap into two groups, um, but we're like a regular gaming club with an ongoing campaign uh, we've been having for the last couple of months. Uh, every second Thursday with a narrative uh, focus um, and that's pretty much the, the main idea of, of that gaming group like sometimes there's a, a nasty playing time but that's planned on beforehand if that's the case <laughs> you know when e Eric brings his fucking spam list <laughs> yeah that, that would be the kind of thing <laughs> it's, it's uh, uh, Spicanicum you mean yeah uh, I was uh, yeah. I was preparing for Scandos last year uh, this year um by, by asking people to play as nasty as they could in that club, and that got out of hand pretty fast. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I've heard, heard this about the Danish scene. It's you know, when it's been it's been recounted on on the other types of games. It's like hey, just bring bring a nice list. It's you know, I get to play in Sweden. It's a nice list kind of thing. Yeah, so, but yeah. I, I guess that's Danes take it too competitive. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Well, your list wasn't too bad at Scandus. No, no, but I didn't own any like proper lot of wars except for the Typhon and everything like 
It, it could have been nasty, I'd say, but you saw what happened when I faced the Warhound in turn one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My entire army got blasted out. Well, all, dude, all I can say is one thing. It wasn't Magnus in Zone Mortalis. It wasn't that's that true. bad. That is true. <laughs> I did it, not bring a ton of Sigurds or Magnus. <laughs> See, you didn't you, 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 you didn't pick up the inaugural cheese slicer award. You're good. So, I, I don't do that kind of thing. <laughs> this is a good, good man. I like to hear it. I like to hear it. So you, I mean, you've been playing for uh, a long while, and you've, you've you've gone definitely gone all all in balls deep for the thousand suns. Yeah, there. yeah, definitely. Um, are you a traitor through and through, or are you? Do you swing both ways when it comes to the heresy? Um, like, are we just talking uh, opinions on the heresy, or are we talking playing? Uh, we'll go with we'll also? go with playing. <laughs> go with playing. Okay, we can playing talk opinions in a minute. The non-political <laughs> answer. <laughs> Playing would normally be trader, yeah. Uh, I'm all for the Warmaster, um, and I think it, it's very well fitted with my uh, Eye of Horus cap, <laughs> which oh, I yes. normally wear. Beautiful. Um, but if I have to go like all fluff wise on the Thousand Suns, I gotta call them original loyalist. Okay. <laughs> one of those guys. One of those guys. Fair enough. Magnus did nothing wrong. Uh, he made a couple of errors, but maybe no. not that big of a punishment was deserved. <laughs> Magnus, hashtag Magnus didn't deserve that now, did he? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Something more like that. Well, that, that. That quickly escalated and got out of yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag shit just got real. <laughs> hashtag P- Lehman Russ is PMSing. Oh, he lost his bolter purse, that's the problem. <laughs> That's the problem. He lost his bolter purse, so he's in yeah. trouble. Yeah, he got mad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, bless him. Um, well, that's very, very um, fair. Well, that's good to know. It's always good to know where somebody is as far as the uh, the the alliance is considered. I mean, at the end of the day, we we got to hang out and play at the the last Realtek event, which was absolutely hilarious fun. Uh, with Thousand Sons and Iron Warriors basically holding a fort. Come the end of the end of the day, which was you know. I, yeah, you mean you mean my fort, our fort, fort my friend. It's Fort Varangian right now. It's Fort Varangian. Maybe just rename it the Swedish fort. Yeah, yeah, I could do that as well. But it's definitely it's definitely Fort Varangian. The Varangian flag is flying high over it. That, that's Maybe for sure. Tidy banner bring next time. Yeah. We may have. We one. will. <laughs> Come prepared. Oh yeah, this is quite possible. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> love it um, so right let's get on and talk about the event so you gave us a very brief overview uh, a couple of minutes ago so take us through first of all when is it when's it starting how do people get involved um, okay first of all uh, the name of it is the ravaging of the callous sector um, which is it's going to be based in uh, not a club, but a shop uh, called Faust Garden Lumpy, where also the Realtek campaign have been held, uh, which uh, you both yeah participated in. Yeah. Um, and it's at the moment we're going for uh, between 16 to 20 people, depending on how many more uh, join in. But at the moment we're actually 14 going, um, and it's based around the idea of. The heresy just being, I wouldn't call it announced, but the rumors have started circulating and sudden, certain reports have started showing that, okay, this is actually happening. Um, 
but this is a long way from Istavan, um, so a lot of the people involved in this conflict is gonna be fighting for their own cause, um, mainly because there there is not really a clear perspective of what is going on so far. Um, so everyone has a starting force, about two and a half thousand points. Um, and you have one ally, so you can take extra allies in that perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, so special characters and that sort of thing will be allowed if it's thematically in connection with the list and it's not super cheese. So you'll be sending in your list, and if it's not too bad, then sure thing. Um, but I made like a couple of, I wouldn't call them special rules, but uh, yeah, campaign rules, uh, which is choose your ally with care, um, which is be when you send in your team combination. Um, for example, um, let's see, Motarians, uh, Death Guard, and Angron's World Leaders. Like, if you took those two armies and sent them in together, they would be fighting together at Istavan normally, or other events, they have a lot of brothership, and they are not the same legion. So you would be awarded between 100 and 500 points, uh, both of you on your team, uh, based on the thematic connection, um, and also on your army's nastiness. So easygoing armies will get extra points, and... Tough armies will get a least amount. So, so you're basing that around um, the what do you call it? Like the fucking the al- allied ma- fluff, like the allied matrix. Like some legions like other legions better, and they hang around the bottom mm-hmm. shit. Based on fluff, not on the allies chart in the, the books, though. Okay. Uh, yep. Because there are no traitors and no loyalists uh, at this time in in this part of the Imperium. So I figured it would be weird that some liked each other more if they've been fighting for so long. So they're all just battle brothers. Oh yeah. Nice um, idea. And uh, the rule is that the the next rule is called we serve our own cause, um, which is the one where you don't have to declare for either trade or <coughs> Um Except if you're bringing your red butchers, then you officially have to call them traitor, but it doesn't make a difference when you're choosing your ally. Um, and then there's time is of the essence um, which means that all the games will be played on a chess watch Oh! giving you 90 minutes to complete all of your turns on each team so one game will be 3 hours um, played on a chess watch um, so I think it gives a good boost to the game, so people actually finish the games in time, um, so you get the full amount of games out of the day, mm-hmm. and also it kind of pushes the the stalling people, um, I guess I would call it, to, to make some... <laughs> you don't have to say that, my, you don't have to say that in my direction. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't, you shoot all the time, just say still anyways. <laughs> It's um, tactical. It's not stalling his <laughs> tactics. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Moving is tactical. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, tactical. But oh, yeah, God. that is. Uh, should your team run out of time, uh, your units will not be able to strike back either in close combat. 
Ooh. for the remainder of the battle because you used your time. Nasty. So instead you're getting all your moves and then your enemy can start using his turns fighting you. That would just end up rewarding the wrong player, um, I think. So therefore we went for um, for a bit of, I wouldn't say punishment, but if you take you too long time you will get a, a cut in the boot. Yeah. It's a very um, fair way of doing it. And the uh, Stories Nighthold nice houses, if I can speak correctly, um, are not fieldable though, because that would be uh, pretty damn insane, not two and a half thousand points each. That would uh, be very painful and ju- pain-inducing. <laughs> Unless you bring Angron, then you care not. <laughs> but that's Angron. <laughs> um, and then there are some different restrictions on the Legion and the Mechanicum and the Soluxilius. I don't know if you want me to go through them quickly. Sure. There's not that yeah. many. Yeah, sure. Um, I, I, I find all of these sort of things really interesting, and I like to steal ideas. <laughs> so tell ahead. me everything. Well, this, this is all for the good of our listeners, and obviously for tactical stealing. <laughs> just, just so you know. <laughs> it's all good. We'll start out with the Legion restrictions then, uh, since that's the most players. Uh, there's a maximum of 10 melter weapons in total per player in your army. To that pins same and pintles and everything? Over everything. Oh, Damn. Like Except, it. yeah. So, so it forces you to at least a white scars player won't be able to just go have a fun time in your behind. Um, but there will also be a max of ten terminators, not counting characters though. Okay. So you can you can have your ten terminators, whatever you really wish for, but people just gotta dance around and not engage it. Hopefully, um, that's a. Uh, Small suggestion, I guess. Um, cool. And then there's max free of the same type of rapier teams. So max free quad mortars, max free graviton teams, so on, so on. Again, I notice you start off with the quad mortars for no reason. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there is also another thing about the quads. Okay. Uh, the max of two phosphex weapons. Grenades does not count towards this, though. But being limited to one per throw per turn. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, <laughs> fair enough. <clears throat> fair and enough. if you have more of the same of one type of tank uh, in the separate squadrons, they're only to be allowed to be uh, consistent of one tank each. Um, so if you want several of the same tank, you have to put them in a squadron. If you want more than two, also, to not see free Medusas in heavy support choice and free single uh, mortars and so on. Um, then I've chosen to give a bit of a disc actually for Contemptor talents because okay. I don't really think they're seen that often because they're a bit too multi-purposed a lot of the time. Um, so if you have three. Uh, Dreadnought talent containing three dreadnoughts, you'll get a hundred point uh, cost reduction from them in uh, total cost. Ooh. So more or less, nice. you get three weapons, or you go all melee, and they start being uh, really nasty, comparably cheap mid level. That is very cheap. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I don't own any contemptors though. Gotta fix that. <laughs> 
I don't own three myself, so I'm not going to use that rule. <laughs> um, and then to hit the Psyker freaks like myself a bit, I've had a max seven Psyker levels per player, so you can actually play your Guardians of the Crimson King list, but that is about the amount of Psykers you can take. Ah, okay, fair enough. So it does. It, it's adding. Uh, it's it's a lot of a um, lot of theming on this. I like the way you're putting making these decisions. Thanks. <laughs> Keep going, man. Uh, so is there more to more to come? Uh, there's one last for the legions, and okay. that is that skilled riders does not make your unit auto pass dangerous terrain test, but gives you a reroll instead. Because that is way too insane, especially on infantry with white scars, which makes no sense. That they're parkouring all over the place. And therefore uh, not doing a dangerous terrain test. I don't know, I'd love to see someone move move their units and every time they move their units have to scream parkour uh, <laughs> if they're going to do it, because that would be kind of funny. But that's just my my <laughs> that's... crazy sensibilities. <laughs> it could work, it could work. Parkour! Um, then I made uh, three uh, restrictions for the Mechanicum which is a max 10 haywire weapons in total of both players though the Triarist transporter does not count towards this Um, so you can have your 10 what do you call them hoplites and that's about it of haywire then oh Eric is going to be sad no, I already talked to him. <laughs> <laughs> so he is already sad. <laughs> yeah, it's because he's not playing in Mechanicum. I, I think this might be why. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, I'm, I, uh, I can hear his tears <laughs> from here. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's also a max on three Graviton imploders per player uh, for Mechanicum. And the same goes for Irradiation Engines. But they're, they're super nerfed now, so... Oh yeah, I have I haven't got the new rule book yet. I'm waiting for it to arrive. So um So you might we'll be see. like, Oh that's alright, don't cry, Eric. You can have all your graphics as <laughs> you want because now they're used now to they suck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, does the new Graviton imploders will also affect the Graviton teams from the uh, Legions? Not sure. Uh, I don't know. We do. Hmm. We do. We still. We we still have to actually. We, we'll say this now. We we still have to. No, no, I think the gra- graviton like all, all the graviton weapons are the same except the graviton imploders. I think hmm. the graviton imploders are just now salvo blah 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 and okay. doesn't have haywire and some shit. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hmm. Uh, and then lastly, there's the solar auxilia restrictions. Which is max one defense line, max one infernus tank, and if you bring a marauder bomber destroyer, which is allowed, you're not allowed <laughs> to bring other flyers. Oh, I know someone else is going to be sad. <laughs> no, because he's actually not fielding it either. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm hitting all my friends in the garage with these rules. Um, yeah, it's like, because you know what kind of friends you have. And yeah, you want to see them feel something new. Um, That's true. And then I have, like, for Lords of War, there's a couple of sets of special rules, because instead of each uh, detachment being able to take a Lord of War choice, you'll be able to share one Lord of War choice, um, which you may both pay points for, so you don't have to, like, have one player pay the entire 650 for a Glade and the other all bonsai. Um, I like that idea. Normally, Normally, it's pretty common in team events that you you share one or the war but usually one of the players has to take it out of his point 
Yeah, but I, totally. I think like I I like to see both players being able to feel like a sizable force, so it's not one player taking the most yeah. uh, fun out of the game. Um, also, the regarding the twenty five percent rule for the Lords of War, that is a null for this Lord of War choice. Ooh, so okay. all bonds are even if you're only two and a half thousand points or so on, just so it doesn't come in the way. Um, for choosing a war, <laughs> a lot of war, not a warlord. Um, can you, can, can, you, can, you <laughs> can you say if you split it half and half? So if each player donates fifteen hundred points, then big big bad Stompy is going to arrive. Technically, uh, if it weren't for the next rule, which is only uh, warbound class titans are allowed as far as titans go. Yeah. Um, and that is again to prevent what happened for me at Scandus and for a couple <laughs> of other people I talked to being uh, blasted out of the field in no time. Um, so if you choose to go with the Titan, you thereby automatically forfeit your first turn with no chance of seizing. Okay. And it so can sort of like the uh, onslaught rules. Yeah, and it also can't be hidden in reserve because it's too big. Uh, is the idea. So why why how can that be hiding in reserve? <laughs> it, it could be. I mean, hell, I've I've seen glaves infiltrate. Yeah, and outflank the well. swarm. Uh, you know, they, they just you put your solar auxiliar shroud bombs on it. Yeah, you know, shroud bomb I was going to say they put pillows on the tracks, but yeah, that's <laughs> I thought they would like dig it down and then it would start like grappling uh, everything away and start coming off the ground. Just explodes through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, pe- people are still arguing about infiltrating raving guards with massive jetpacks on their backs. <laughs> yeah, but they, they've so, got wild servos, and they go shh a lot. That's how that works. You know, they've got a shush field around them, apparently, or something. I don't know. I'd have a, like a, a bird sound animator somewhere. Yeah, or, or is the argument is that uh, the assault troops are just you know, carrying the jetpacks and sneaking forward with them. <laughs> and then suddenly, out of nothing, he just turns them on for the first time. So that old, ca- old, that old hunter, ca- uh, Elmer Fudd character is like, shh, I'm hunting Wabbit. <laughs> it's like, you know, shh, we're being sneaky. <laughs> like, yeah, right, guys. <laughs> uh, there's a last uh, rule for the Lord's Force, which is that it does not count towards the amount of weapons allowed in your army. So a glaive will cost you a haywire uh, weapon, and a what do I know? A melter knight won't cost you a melter weapon either. Oh, nice. Yeah, well, that's good. That's because otherwise, the... it becomes weird. <laughs> You're like, hmm, I will have three melters and then one knight. It's <laughs> Get even numbers. Um, yeah, that, that, that's fair. I mean, that's fair to be fair. The, the melter must be like six melter guns, count, you know, anyway. So it's got to count like that. Um, but that is pretty much the the rules. Um, the missions I'll be keeping secret until the day. Oh, sneaky. Power playing for the first um, <laughs> and like preparing entirely for the missions. And also yeah. because the, the idea of the campaign is these set of planets have been rumored to have a uh, some STCs uh, lying around uh, somewhere. STDs? STCs? Okay. <laughs> uh, the standard, uh, but they probably have some STDs as well, uh, I'm guessing. Space STDs. 
Yeah. The best, the best kind of STDs. Yeah. <laughs> the one that's in space. Space aids. Space aids. Yeah. So at the moment, all of these uh, armies are deploying onto these fields of the planet, uh, mainly on Kalos Four, which is the capital of the system. Uh, because first of all, the STC is rumored to be. Uh, hidden on one of the Kallus planets from 1 to 5 um, and also the governor of the, the sector haven't really declared as a loyalist or traitor yet so depending on, on what happens during this campaign he might find out what to choose I guess <laughs> he, uh, might, just, he, he might, might be told what he's choosing yeah he might, yeah. He might be persuaded he'd get a rough talking to um, so we're in charge. <laughs> do as you're told. <laughs> yeah, I just imagine Angren coming in and just grabbing him by the collar, shouting into his face. <laughs> At which point he shits, him, he shits himself, goes into catatonic state through transhuman jet, and Angren goes mine. And moves yeah, on. governor. <laughs> <laughs> the governor. <laughs> the governor. <laughs> <laughs> that would be brilliant. <laughs> um. So the, the the plan for the day is from nine to nine thirty. There's a meet in and welcome um, on the day, and then from nine thirty to twelve thirty is the first game, um, which we can hopefully count on being kind of precise because of the the chess watch. Yep. yep. Um, and then uh, <clears throat> there's an hour lunch, and then there's the second game uh, from thirteen thirty to. Uh, 13.30 to 16.30 um, and then from 16.30 to 16.45 there's a break and then it's the third game declaring winners and best painted and so on um, so that's going to be Sorry. will you have the best sweet award again? Or? Um, it actually wasn't there the last time officially you know <laughs> yeah, I was very disappointed in that just yeah, saying. I was actually a little bit too because you were my team. Yeah. <laughs> <Again>. <laughs> I was like with sweets is the best. Um, so far, I've chosen to make four things that people can nominate for. Uh, one of them is the very influenced by you, actually, Freddie and uh, Jody. The most thematic team uh, will be Ooh. voted on. Uh, there will be a best painted team and best sport. And then there's the most cursed team. Which explains itself. <laughs> the, the, the Nicholas team. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's the Swedish, Swedish version of it. Did, didn't, didn't you have that fun the last time? Oh no, that was the, what did they call it, the Raltex Fool? I think. Yeah, the Raltex <laughs> Fool, that was it, yeah. Position. Um, this, this is more of the unlucky ones that keeps just, like for the example, the night player at the Skandus who just kept Jimmy. knocking into his own own one that was Jimmy yeah that was Jimmy yeah, that, yeah. He, he would get the most cursed team probably he, he would also be allowed to bring in night house to your event probably <laughs> yeah because <if, laughs> that counts for like half points doesn't it I mean to be fair <laughs> that's yeah, usually what I, uh, the first round <laughs> yeah um, so, so I was I would say that that's about so far but if there's a sweet coming hint hint <clears throat> <clears throat> Well, yeah, unfortunately, uh, I will be at the Horus Heresy Weekender, so... Oh, da, bless you. 
and damn you at the same time. <laughs> I think I, th I think sadly it happens to be the week when I have my kids. So uh, yeah. as much as I would love to come over and I would consider bringing my children over, I, I don't want to destroy both <laughs> their sanity and the sanity of everybody around them. Uh, no. I also don't think they can stand the smell of the basement again. They're hang on, wait a sec. Wait, no, uh, they, they. I was gonna say they're used to living with me, so they'll be fine. Uh, but but imagine sixteen times you, Jody. You haven't met my daughter. She'd keep everybody in line, and, to, and everybody would have been washed within five minutes if she was annoyed. <laughs> she she has some traits. She definitely has some traits of her mother. That's all I can say. <clears throat> Moving on. Who's that? <laughs> um, but so far we have seven teams signed up um, and there's a eight team spot left um, but I've been planning to expand to uh, ten slots if there's enough players so there'll be a waiting list uh, once the last spot is filled and if it gets filled with four players then there's two more teams and we have five tables that sounds awesome man so far, the I don't know if you want to hear the teams so far of the yeah, I'd love the to. Army I'd love to hear what you've got. I mean, I'm I'm all for this. I'm, I'm honestly gutted I can't be there at the moment, but it's it sounds absolutely brilliant. It's uh, I'd love to hear who's who's lined up and what you've got sort of paired up already. So far, we have uh, Solar Auxilia and Wordbearers combination, which I think is really cool. Um, when you consider all the the cultists and so on joining the the chaos forces. I think it makes sense that they infiltrated the soul like Cilia a lot of the way. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It does actually make a fair amount of sense when you think about it. Well, when and, you read the uh, was it book uh, five, there's solar Cilia, there's uh, militia, and everyone is fighting for the white bears. Yeah. And also, obviously, there's also loyalist units, but you know. Yeah, they all break out. Yeah. Um, and then there's the White Scars and Imperial Fist combination, which is a lot of the Seed of, Seed of Terror, I guess. Yeah. See, see, see some uh, Mark 8 in that one legitimately, then, if that's the case. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not it. a madman. <laughs> couldn't help it. <laughs> <laughs> had to try, had to try. Um, <laughs> Story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Um, then there's the Iron Hands and Iron Warriors, which are combining up to Team Iron. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm both intrigued and appalled and intrigued. <laughs> In equal yeah. measure, that, that's going to be interesting. I can't wait to see how that one plays out. Yeah, me too. It's um, it's uh, Rasmus and Emil who were also attending both Railtech events. Nice. Yeah. That's going to be a good. That's going to be a good combination. Yeah. Um, then there's the Blood Angels and Thousand Suns. Oh, they like Which, each uh, other. Yeah, and uh, from the list I've already seen from them, I'm really looking forward to it. It's blood a really a, cool app. The Blood of a Thousand Suns. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, and then there's the Thousand Suns and Thousand Souls. So, uh, thousand Suns and Thousand Suns. Well, Just true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the two thousand thousand suns. Suns. Yeah, going all out. The Red Army. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> let's not get started down that one. <laughs> and uh, then there's a, oh, and then one of the teams, um, which is Oliver, which is the, um, what you call it, the manager of the shop. He will be um, participating with a guy called Henrik, uh, 
But Oliver isn't sure if he will be finished with his Mechanicum by then, so either is Ultramarines or Mechanicum, combined with Talents of the Emperor. Oh, Team Lightboy. And I've made a special agreement with the uh, with the guy playing the Talents of the Emperor for a fluff purpose, because of all the unwanted attention, because of the STCs and the non-declaring loyalists. Um, there's been sent a band of two custodes to make sure he gets back in line. Nice. Um, so he will be, as as uh, as we discussed uh, a couple of times uh, back and forth, it's not going to be a golden shower custodes army. <laughs> so you're actually going to be able to kill things and and have fun with it. That's going to be awesome. I love. I 50, genuinely 50 love those. with shields. <laughs> there are more or less a ban on shields. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fifty dudes shields and, a, and two shield captains with oh, shields. Shit. I would stab the filler. <laughs> <laughs> oh bless! Oh, that's that's that's, that's, that's a fair reaction. <laughs> ever, if ever I heard one, that was a fair reaction, man. Oh, if there's geez. one army, I'm gonna punish you to that one. Burn, burn his shop down. And, and then the last one is Space Wolf and Blood Angels. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing what that's gonna end out in. Ooh, I, 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 I'm interested. So, oh, the one thing I have to say is, please make sure you take lots of pictures. Uh, I already booked my friend. Uh, oh, went awesome. to the Altex, so he made about 520 pictures last time before sorting. And there were like 320 afterwards, all ready, like done and ready. So oh, they look really good. And uh, he's coming back again, so that's gonna be great. And he's easy to pay off with pizza and energy drinks. So well, if you can find someone to work for the right currency, you're golden, yeah. aren't you? Really? <laughs> it's gonna be a blast. I was gonna say you've been the, the first up. one not working for fucking beer and smurrebrot. Yeah. Oh, not trying to take the take take the piss out of the Danes at all. No, 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 no. Sweden would never do that. No. Anyway, I technically I live in like Eastern Denmark anyway, so it's you know. So, but do both of you guys do know that Denmark and Sweden are the two nations in the world that have declared war on each other the most time? Yeah, I know that. <laughs> I didn't know that, but I'm actually kind of disappointed in Britain uh, and and the United Kingdom for not being the one to have done that. Um, but well, fair enough. You Somebody... end your wars, or you get invaded. We yeah, just keep fighting. That's true. That's true. I still I still think the the the, the best the best one has to be uh, the uh, Danes and the Canadians over that little <laughs> island who keep yeah. going and stealing each other's flag and leaving bottles of whiskey on there as a yeah, yeah. or snaps. Or snaps, yeah, but uh, you know that that's doing it in style. That's doing it in style. That is. But it it sounds like you've got an awesome event on your hands, there, man. I'm very much looking forward to uh, hearing about it and uh, hearing about the the sort of feedback from it and how it all went. We will have yeah. to get you back on and have you come on and do a full breakdown, and maybe we can get one of the other guys who came comes to the event and. Uh, yeah, that would be great. Have you go? Have you guys come on and have a proper chat with us about how it all went down? Because uh, then then we can see how everything worked and uh, you know, see which uh, which we can liberate to uh, be used in other places. 
Sure. Uh, makes sense. Steve, Steve what works? Yeah, fuck yeah. Like, uh, I'd love to hear, like, gaming experiences and stuff. Yeah. And especially since we're trying to do this joint thing with, you know, the Danes and this, the Danes wannabes and us. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Exactly. So I won't I won't be bringing extra booze next time I go to Sweden. Is, is that how to understand it? <laughs> no, no, no. You have to because booze is affordable in Denmark. <laughs> exactly. Why are you complaining? I'm not complaining. I'm envious. Don't you understand? Oh, it's just envy greed. <laughs> greed and envy. It's greed and envy. Yeah, it's, it's what it's all about. What can you say? You can't can't win them all. Um, <laughs> but that that. But I, case, but I do man, understand. Why it's so cheap though? Because otherwise you wouldn't fucking understand each other. Okay, I'll let it go. <laughs> let, let, right, but before we before we start war and sully invitations, <laughs> even, you know, uh, before we start, start a war or something any any time in the next sort of twenty minutes, I'd rather <laughs> avoid doing that. Um, let's just say one more time. Can you give a shout out of when the event is? Uh, it's the 18th of February. And, and there are, are places still available, yes? Yes, there are, and we will make more available if needed. Fantastic. Also, if if there is need of a couch or something, and you're not too many people, I have a two-man couch I would gladly lend out. Oh, very nice. It, it doesn't mean you can actually stay anywhere, it's just you might get a couch on the sidewalk is what he's saying. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, in, well, the, the, like, in the backyard. But that, that is customer service, if ever I heard of it from a <laughs> from a TO. I mean, we we can't argue that one at all. Uh, that, that being the case, and the guys can find it. Anybody who is interested can find it through Facebook. Uh, yeah, I actually think I by mistake made it a. Oh, don't tell me I made it a private event. Yes, I did. So I guess the easiest thing is to actually maybe contact you guys, and you can send them my way. Uh, not a problem at all. If you want to do that, you can get in touch with us uh, via the Varangian Heresy at gmail.com or drop us a message through our Facebook page, the Varangian Heresy uh, podcast, and we will hook you up with Sebastian and all the fun that that will be. So, uh, you yeah, we'll, we'll awesome post times. some uh, like like summary of the information in our show notes as well. Of course, sure. and we'll I can also link sure you the rules there. if you'd like. That would be awesome. I tell you what, we'll, we'll get that up and we'll get that up on our, our podcast page and in our group as well. So Let me put it this way. They are on your Facebook site now, Jody. Perfect. Oh, that, saved, that, that saved me all the work that I was going to do this <laughs> evening. So, right, that's it. I'm going to go make, I'm gonna go have a hot coffee and, uh, yeah, crack on off to bed early, I think. Um, <laughs> but, it was thanks, easy thank peasy. You. Yeah, beautiful. Sebastian, thank you very much for coming on. Uh, Thanks for having me. Not a problem at all, dude. And what I'd say is if you are listening to this and you've got an event coming up or uh, whatever, a hobby event, a uh, gaming event, anything along those lines that you want to shout out, feel free to do what Sebastian's done. Get in touch, come along, and we'll have a chat with you, and then it'll be part of one of our upcoming episodes. So it's going to be a lot of fun. So we look forward to hearing from you. We look forward to hearing back from Sebastian after the event is done, and we can't wait to hear all the craziness that comes off. And I, I'm, I must admit, I'm very interested to see how the, the team of Iron works out and the Space Wolves and Blood Angels. That's Those are the Me two too. I want to hear about. I want to see where that comes from. <laughs> what comes from that? I'm like s super keen on the fucking chess clock idea. I, I thought that was brilliant. That Thank you. Really good Thank idea. you. Someone else liking it. <laughs> I want to yeah, see I know, how, it, how it, it works in reality and see how, pe how people stick to it because that could be a lot of fun.
Uh, let me put it this way. I played fantasy, uh, and a 3,000 point game can be done with uh, one hour on each side, uh, and then I usually have 20 minutes to spare when I'm done. Wow. Okay. You, you've done this before, so that's yeah, cool. it, it's it's just about learning, just getting your your moves into your like, like know where you want to go before going to a movement phase. Use your opponent's time to think that kind of thing. Ah, okay. Yeah. So it's all about being super duper sneaky, basically, and knowing yes. how the game works. Heck oh, well, that's me, fuck then. So um, I'm glad I'm not there at this one, but <laughs> I'll wait for the next one to be awesome. Again, thanks very much, man, for coming on. And we're going to head back that's to nice. the uh, next part of our show. So we'll be right back after this quick break. The Now they are forced to 
Welcome back to this episode of Brian Harris podcast of this musical break and also quite a break in real life. Real life has been mildly amusing, I think. So amusing that I actually got rid of Jody in a little coup here. <laughs> I got a nice beard. so He, he failed us for the last time. Yeah. And the beard, we have, so we technically still have a bearded one on the podcast. Hey, I still have a beard. Which means that we, yeah, see, there are two beards, which is a lot better than just one big. And with us uh, in this second part of the episode, we also have a returning guest, Magnus. Do you remember him from the Dark Angels episode? So, Magnus, how are you today? Um, uh, excellent. Uh, Sitting in my garage doing heresy late in the evening, talking to you guys. And replacing Jody, yes. Which is pretty yeah, easy. Like, the... I wouldn't give you much for that. But, you know. Yeah, but he, he's not needed, so <laughs> I might as well take him, take the mantle. Yeah. Hell, 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 my like this empty rubber boot could replace <laughs> Jody. <laughs> Do you mean you meant boot, boot. right? Just yeah, one one boot. Yeah, the empty boot. The, the empty corner. boot. Yeah. But the re- reason we have Magnus back is because last episode he did nothing wrong, so we thought that that that's pretty okay. So he could come back, hmm. see what Thanks, I man. see what I did, see what I did there, see what I did. Yeah. There. <laughs> yeah. And I must say that we did have a poll not mentioned in the beginning of this episode. It's still technically going, but uh, it's a tie between Magnus did nothing wrong and Night Lord for an episode. And I think we're actually gonna stick with Night Lord's <laughs> Night Lord questions. If you got any, if you want to, if you're a Night Lord player and got input, send so, stuff so, in. So you mean because... it's between someone that did nothing wrong and someone that did everything wrong? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, someone nothing wrong and Space Batman that is quite evil. But isn't isn't it? It's just misunderstood. That... No, I'm I'm just saying that. Actually, the poll was on who was going to take Jody's place, and I won, technically, by not doing anything wrong. By being yeah. the only one available today. <laughs> yeah, time, that, but, that yeah that's good. the only reason, actually. So, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, it could have been worse. We could have got Caymans, which was the other named option. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 ah, that's true, too. Yeah. yeah and since... Uh, it's been a quite a while we we recorded, and uh, that it might be related to this episode, it might not be. We're actually going to have a small bit of hobby up right now. I'm going to start with, with Freddy. Me. Holy fuck. Uh, yeah. Well, I went out to the shed, and I defrosted my entire airbrush thing, and I've been working on Adepticon stuff. Uh, Arvis Lighter, two Limoroses, uh, getting the base colors down. Then I realized, fuck, I don't remember how I mixed my grays. So I fucking ran into the car, drove off, bought probably Alpha Spill's entire stock of different shades of uh, Negro. Uh, Verde Negro, Barley Negro, Gris Usul Negro, and so on. Yeah. <laughs> it's, about, it's about 50, 50 shades. Yeah. About 50 shades of grey. And now we're going to try and mix them up. Uh, I'm going to use the Arvis because I don't think it doesn't matter if uh, the Arvis doesn't look exactly like my Sentinels or my uh, Lubrical. So, you know, that's it. And also, I have based one Steel Legion guy. Oh, one? That's progress. Yeah. Hmm? That's probably progress. That is. 
I'm just gonna put it here. If one got a lead on Steel Legion guys, send a message to Freddy. Yeah, well, oh, yeah. You know. you're in need of. Isn't that you're right? In need of Steel Legion. Uh, well, I think Nicholas from uh, the BSK and Gothcon crew, for some reason, he, I, I'm, I'm, my condolences that you're going to lose your uh, hoarding space, but on the upside, I think I'm going to inherit a lot of Steel Legion guys. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which is, well, there you go. So, you know, you win some, you lose some. They are really good-looking models. Yeah, fuck it. They're awesome. Yeah. They're awesome. I, I know they're better. Like, I'm going to give him my Creek stuff. I never got to, got that fucking project in there, but, I, you know. Uh, I need to steal Legion. It's been there for ages since they fucking dropped in that uh, Armageddon that they had booked ages ago. Yeah. And uh, if worst comes to worst, you can always reenact the battles of Olanor Steel Legion. That's true. That's true. And uh, had a sneak peek at your army there, and it's going to look fantastic for uh, Adepticon. Mm -hmm. Once you do, you want to do a bit of a shout out to Jake and? Right, <laughs> <laughs> they're going down. They're fucking. I don't know, fist in a hammer ass or whatever they call their team. Uh, fist of manhood. Yeah, whatever. It's something about fisting and manly <laughs> manhood being together. It, it kind of explains that Jake is a fucking closet space wolf player and he like manly stuff and you know doing things together well he is a space wolf player i so. think it's space wolf player it's even more gay than you know fucking us perfectionist players because they, they're not one with their own sexuality and that's why it becomes even more gay so yeah all the pals they're all the pals you know what the fuck is going on with that anyway they're going down and you know chris man you had two of those big massive Mechanicum things, and I still kicked your ass. You're going down with this shit as well. You're fucking fist commanders. You'll be the ones getting fisted, that's for sure. Just so you know, it's fucking yeah. on like Donkey Kong. Uh, for people who want to know, Rob, uh, two of the Ordinatus minorities lost him. Yeah. I fucking whooped his ass up and down, fucking like the snow. And on the off chance, that they might win against me and JP. We have at least, I don't know, a, a metric ton of lead in our miniatures, as he owns the whole Valhallans, and I'm doing the Silligions. <laughs> so we're going to fucking t put them in a bag and just do the whole, like, it's not going to be fucking uh, pool table balls or soap or anything. We're going to put them in our socks, fucking old Valhallans and steel engines, and we're going to beat the shit out of them. Go full metal jacket on them. Yeah, fuck yeah! Like they're gonna know their place. Like this is fucking periscopes, man. They're heavy. Mm. You know. There you go. Anyway, so I'm all good. Uh, how is your hobby progress, Magnus? Uh, actually, doing uh, on my account uh, quite a bit. Uh, mostly stuff for you guys. Uh, That's good. That's why I'm working on. Here. Excellent. Yeah, Excellent. Yeah, I'm working on four uh, scenery tiles, two by two tiles, to make um, a Necromunda starting off, I think. We'll see Ooh. what you come up with. And I have. Slash Istan 3. Because yeah, they're gonna... we, have like... we have a master plan, don't we? Yeah, yes, <laughs> that only you know about. Yeah, I know. And, and uh... that's why it's a master plan. <laughs> 
Yeah. And I got like seven boxes of uh, G-Dub train lying around uh, waiting to be assembled and painted. I need some more in my trunk that I'm going to give you tomorrow. Yeah, I know, I know. And then I have a fuckload of insulation uh, that we'll we'll talk about later during this episode. for the the wall, the great wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you are in need of building a large wall, you know who to contact. Yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> we customize and make the order. Yeah, no, like yeah. So if for some reason East Germany wants to re-erect their wall, yeah, we have I'm professionals. The guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We have professionals right here. Yeah. Um, and uh, also painting two tactical support squads uh, with pla- my Dark Angels plasmas and uh, two uh, veteran squads uh, that are converted from the old uh, 40k Dark Angels mm-hmm. cloak wearing guys. Yeah, you, you can uh, thank so me later for those. Yeah, they're yours. And I customize them using uh, Mark III helmets and backpacks and uh, arms and stuff. And I still need those chains. So are you going for what are you going for armament um, for those? Actually, they are going to pack uh, hopefully combi weapons uh, on the uh, pack on the veterans with uh, combi maltas and uh, heavy bolter in each squad because we use poison ammunition because we're dark angels and. Uh, I'm going to tack on some belted chainswords on all of them on the hip. Uh, so I think they'll look pretty neat on those guys uh, to resemble their mastery of the sword. Get that extra fucking weapon skill shit or whatever. Mm. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Well, there's, there's no really no reason not to. Yeah, I think it'll look cool on those guys with the capes and everything. Having a chainsword and I have to yeah. customize belts around the chainswords. But uh, I assume then you're not going to run uh, outflank, are you? Snipers? Sniper vets? Uh, mar- marksmen's. Marksmen's? Yeah, uh, because, the, you know. I haven't decided because there's <laughs> funky, a bit funky rules for the marksmen's. What's uh, going on? Are they running with their own FAQ or not? Like, no one knows. No, no one really no knows. One knows. No one really knows. Because if you read, yeah, the the banter about it comes from the if you read the rules, all weapons actually wound on a four plus, no matter the strength, and against vehicles they just suck ass. So um, <laughs> it's a strange ruling. Rules as written, which makes you not want to take missile launchers or anything actually, or melt guns. Or Meltagans or Plasmas or, or Well, they get AP2 all the time, even when they roll sixes. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true, but it's still only wound on a 4-plus, and it's combi weapon, so probably not going to pay for the upgrade for that. So we'll see if they're just going to rock standard bolters and chain, those chain swords well, yeah. and we, the heavy we, bolt supports. I'm kind of torn with updating FAQ. On one hand, it makes sense that their old FAQ should be incorporated in the rules, but they fucked that up. So it should no. stay in, in the Varangian Heresy FAQ. 
but on the other hand, I want to fuck over Bjorn. So I'm, yeah, I'm, exactly. I, that's I, that's, that's like, the only good reason to keep the rules as written. Yeah, no. It's just to fuck over Bjorn. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it sounds like shit. Yeah. But couldn't you just write into the FAQ directly then? That only yeah, Bjorn? For everyone except the following yeah. players. And then you just do bullet points. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, Pride of the Legion for certain people not on this podcast mm. currently. True. And True. no out, no infiltrating. Just, just straight up, no fucking infiltrating. Because mm. hashtag reasons. Yeah. Or that everything has to infiltrate, no matter. <laughs> but but both both sides get infiltrating. So both <laughs> sides have to infiltrate. Just have to put down a fuckload of markers. Or yeah. Do a ZM version, uh, 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 but on no, 3,000 points. And uh, you can have any Fox Phosphex in your court mortars, except if you play against Bjorn. <laughs> I think that, that that makes sense. Seems, That's fair. Seems legit. I mean, it just right. makes sense from a gaming point of view. Yeah, but also from, from a uh, fluff perspective. You know, because everyone hates oh. Bjorn, like in the story. <laughs> Yeah, I think I then uh, wrote that into the rule pack for or event pack for Lincoln. Yeah, no phosphex. Oh well, I have it. Only phosphex for again. Yeah, I have it right here, and that's the exact wording. It's a thing it's now. Awesome. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's thing. a thing. They're gonna probably have it on um, Adepticon as well. Yeah, probably. We'll see. We're in change. Ah, but uh, enough about that. Uh, how about you, Chris? Hobby-wise. Ooh, I've been... Since I... I know that we talked a bit uh, last time, yep. uh, me, Fred, and Jody, that is, about uh, our little challenge for yep. Lincoln, that is, as a start. And I've been quite uh, hard at work doing stuff for my body just because of that. Despite of that, I'm not sure how I'm going to put it. You never know. Hmm? So I sorted a unit of uh, Tartarus Terminators. Ooh. And uh, a character for the method. What was it? The Praetor Tribune, or what it was called. Where, which? That was released. Oh, with uh, a sword, sword thing? Yeah, with large sword that was released in general. Uh, oh, in, yeah, in all the stores. Yeah, that you got for me. Yeah. When I went into GW fucking Stockholm and bought all the Centurions. It's an amazing looking model. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to have him as... I'm going to use him for yet because he might become a Praetor or like a fancy Primus Medicae or something like a Sanct. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. And... There's no really no rules out for Sanguinary Priest yet, but they're too not to make yeah. one. And I got enough bits to make 15, <laughs> if not counting the body, of course. 15? <laughs> I got quite a lot of bits. But... I've also yeah. been... Uh, I was just thinking about say. those. Uh, but you're, you're, are there going to be any um, lots of conversion... Work done on the uh, torches? Yeah. Uh, I've put up the conf- an assault cannon yep. so far on Instagram. 
which uh, I convert Reaper auto cannon, and uh, with the barrel of the the first uh, released rotor cannon, mm -hmm. but they're about the same size as assault cannons. So, so and, will he, uh, then will he have a weeping blade of fucking weepiness? There will be a few blades of perdition, yes. Of all the weepiness. Blades of weepiness. <laughs> Yeah, and of the, I was gonna get to that because I'm also gonna be working on a conversion of uh, Pollux mm -hmm. to a chaplain that's gonna have uh, a blade of perdition. Oh, poor Pollux. Well, it will make him useful, and it's my second Pollux, Pollux miniature I have, so I thought I could. Did you win one? What's that? No, uh, no, not Pollux. Uh, uh, you got me one though. I know. Uh, I didn't win one. There you go. I'm everyone. Everyone's so friends. It's gonna be turned into. And since I'm gonna abuse the the actual the blade of, he's gonna have an axe, <laughs> not a sword. Ah, of course. Well, an axe got a blade, technically. Yeah, that's true. But the head of an axe is an axe blade. Yes, it is. So is a paragon blade. Yeah, and a paragon blade can be whatever you want. And because of that, I can also use him as a regular Praetor without a Blade of Perdition, with a Paragon Blade. So, mm. getting more use out of one character. So, yeah. good. Are you going to be like the guy from our old club in Melbourne that said that uh, the Flaming Sword didn't have the special rule that said it was flaming attacks? <laughs> of course it has. Um, in, fa in, fa in fantasy, so we actually invented a flaming sword award for the one that was being the most fucking you know, rules loyally power gamery of the year. So, like, the entire <laughs> club got to vote on who was the biggest douchebag, basically. Because <laughs> there, there's yeah, a burning would, flaming sword and had, oh, but it's not on fire. It doesn't have flame attacks. It doesn't say. But it's a burning flaming sword. <laughs> <laughs> entire yeah, but club maybe it's burning. But. Maybe it's yeah, just as uh, a very cool name. Not. Maybe. And then, you know, like in old uh, War Warhammer Fantasy, then the spiel is like the, the sword is on fire and it's burning and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, no, sorry, yeah. it doesn't have flame attacks. Yeah. It's like, yeah. what the Rules fuck? Rules are written. You can't <laughs> yeah, read. can't read. This burning sword isn't really burning. No, can't read. No? <laughs> English, do you speak it, motherfucker? Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, it would be if I'd used the, uh, the relic rules because that's soul blaze, doesn't it? Mm. I think so. But no one uses relic rules. No. Those sort of local campaigns that you made. Is it burning? <laughs> I don't think you got soul blaze. I don't think it burns technically, it just burns your soul. Ah. It's just a flame attack, but in a different way than a normal flame, because it's burning in a different yeah. color or something. Yeah, so they can have a purple flaming sword. There you go. <laughs> that makes sense. No flaming attacks, though. No. So good. No. That okay. makes sense now. All right. Yeah. Carry on, Chris. Now that we are a bit updated on that, I'm actually going to... Since we're since we're talking about painted units and stuff, right now, I just think we should talk about uh, something that we are going to use at our events Ooh. this year. And this is what I've been uh, I've shortened it to C, and it's in the Lincoln event pack, 
and we're going to talk about that night. That night this is the underappreciated unit painting challenge. And I know that Freddie was yeah, burning I'm, on this. I'm burning for this. This is well, we were talking about about this, not just uh, us at the Brangian Heresy, but we we've been talking about other things like with other podcasts, and I know. Like the Age of Darkness, I was, and you know, they're coming into fire and stuff. They're, they're, and TFL and their live cast and shit. They're, they've been talking about, about units that you've never ever seen. And I know that I remember that there was a show like that the Age of Darkness did about overcost unit and, and things, and how come they never see them. And so we decided, like, let's do something different this year. Let's, let's kind of first, as we always want to do, we will always want to encourage the hobby first and foremost. Because it's it's for I don't know like for us it's a big part of the gaming not just not just actually playing the game but doing the hobby part like building miniatures painting them kind of bringing up the fluff and having an idea like every time you bring a unit to the table you kind of think like ah uh, in your mind you kind of make a story out of it and I know that's a, like a big thing for us and so we wanted to bring that to to the community so what we did is we decided to have let's make a cool theme this year that we're going to do something to encourage people to bring units that you never ever fucking see on the tabletop so on our first battle because uh, our first event that's going to be held at the lincoln gaming convention it's a centurion event so we thought that okay let's keep it with the theme of how we're going to build our event series so the first one is based on infantry so let's do like a painting comp and also something to encourage people to bring something that they never ever bring, that you never ever hardly see on the tabletop. You see it. I've maybe seen some of these units once or twice. Uh, and I, I, I think one for, for the militia choice, I've never ever ever fucking seen at all. Period. This, I can't with <laughs> Yeah, because seriously, like, you never see it. So we thought, like, okay, let's encourage people to do something. Uh, so what we're going to do is like, regardless of, uh, the force orgs and stuff that we have, we have decided that for each event, we will have a, a typical units from each of the factions. And if the player bring them, they don't add on to the cost value of their army and they don't take up a force organization slot on their army. But we want to see these units. We want to see what people can do with these. We want to see like uh, how they will model them, how they will paint them, and how the, they would feel them and kind of make them their own. So besides having been able to play them in the events without having to pay points for them, as kind of like an encouragement to bring these units, we will also have a painting competition at the end of each event where everyone gets to showcase these kind of units and there will be an award for like the best painted unit, basically. That's it. To sum it up, so uh, Chris, do you want to take the first one off the bat? What what kind of units we're going to fill, or do you want me to keep going? Yeah, well, <laughs> the first event, which is uh, as we talked about quite a lot, uh, the Centurion event at mm -hmm. Lincoln, we decided that uh, a unit of the for the yep. Marines, which was without yeah upgrades, without right? upgrades, so a, a basic unit. Destroys. I think you get five mans. They get the two bolt pistols, and there's like no, nothing extra fancy. If you want to take extra fancy, you can upgrade it. You can make the unit bigger, whatever. But then the point cost is going to come out of your army allotments because you have 1,500 points for Lincoln. So if if you want to 
give your, I don't know, you're starting the thunder hammer, get some red grenades going and shit. You have to take it out of the army. But the base cost of the entire unit, uh, you get that for free if you bring a unit of destroyer, if you play marines. Or uh, black shields, I should say. Which are marines, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but within the marine yeah. section of the... And then we had, uh, for Mechanicum, some... I've only... I know that some people use them. I know that some people make cool versions of them. Uh, I've always, almost always used them as a bodyguard for a Magus, just because you yeah. can get one within the same HQ slot for Mechtron stuff. And that is the Skillax. Yeah, I, I have seen them once at the LDO. And that's the only time I see them. Every other th time I see the fucking Siege Automa with fucking plasma mortar crap cannon mm -hmm. and you know you see everything else but you never fucking see them i've never seen them in the swedish meta i know you have them chris but i've never seen them on an event in the swedish meta uh, mm -hmm. and I, I didn't see them at the depticon i didn't fucking i haven't seen them on any other comp that i've gone to everywhere i've been to i've never heard about them except that one time at the lvo when one guy ran them and exactly like you said, as a bodyguard for his fucking yeah. that's band. Because they, you can buy, you can just buy them as an yeah. upgrade. But I've never ever seen them as I'm to, to change. It, I've never ever seen them ever as their own entire unit. No, no. except that one and time uh, at band camp or what? No, no, no. I said the LVO it wasn't a bodyguard. It wasn't its own unit. So it was like a command squad for for the Mechanicum. So it wasn't its own unit. I've never seen someone use their fucking force organization and get some fucking skill X. Ever. Mm -hmm. So what kind of unit would you get uh, for the challenge if you complete one? Well, you just, you just get one basically without any upgrades. Because that's the same mm -hmm. point value as a uh, destroyer. So we're trying to get the... Uh, we're trying to keep the same point values even for all the factions. So you basically get one with no upgrades because they're kind of the same point value as uh, destroyers. They're fucking cool models, though. I don't understand why I don't see more of them. Maybe because the rules are shit, but they're fucking cool. I don't think the rules are necessarily shit. Is that uh, when it comes to mechanics, so much else that the points are competing for? Yeah, I know that that's so much and, uh, better as well. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's. That's probably the same with that reason. Yeah, the, the stories are fucking weird. It's it's like they, they could be the coolest fucking unit ever, but they're so expensive. I don't understand. Has, just a question: Has anybody? I've never seen destroyers on the table. Linus um, Linus has destroyers. He had destroyers that he had destroyers as Candace. And his world leaders. Yep. There you can see how big of an impact they made. <laughs> looking for them. I didn't well, face, face up Linus on uh, Scandus. I met him on Well, his, his argument was that he had 3,500 points. It's such a big fucking army. He, he could actually, for once, if he took some extra points and wasted them on destroyers, it didn't really matter. <laughs> how many points are uh, destroyer squad? Uh, stock standard five, five man destroyer squad. Uh, what are they? They're, they're like uh, almost two. I have to double check. Yeah, I forgot yeah. my. I don't have my rule book down here in the crypt of paints. Oh, crypt of paints. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
The garage. <laughs> the garage. I have to be honest here. I, I can check it up if you just give me a couple of seconds. Yeah. Flipping really fast. Yeah. Now this but is I, uh, Tinder. Uh, yeah, but I'll, I'll talk meanwhile. Uh, 150 um, points. Okay, so fuck you. Yeah, 150 points. Yeah. So it's... It, and that's for five dudes. So it's, it, yeah. it's, it's pretty fucking expensive for five dudes that have two gold pixels. And counter charge or whatever they have. Yeah, they have a counter charge. They do have a close yeah. combat weapon as well. Two bolt pistols, close combat weapon, frag, crack, and rad grenades, and power armor, and they have counter charge. So obviously they get gunslinger, so they can shoot twice with their pistols. But still, yeah. Yeah, but uh, actually, yeah. I can make something out of them since. Dark yeah, but hundred. Yeah, not for the points. I I get it. The the thing is that they're the same point. Sorry, they're the same points as a full fucking tactical squad. Yeah, and I think a tactical. Yeah. And they're and they're also in a eight slot, which can be quite uh, rare to have spare for a unit like that in uh, most games, yeah. because you would tend to fill it up with more important stuff like guns and dreadnoughts. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, well, it's and apothecaries. The, the problem is like if you compare the other stuff in the elite slot. Let's say you don't compare it to what you get for a tactical squad. You, you compare it to veterans, and, and you look at the point cost on the fucking veterans. Like, why would you go destroy it? It makes it makes no yeah. sense. So. No, Specific, especially since you basically have to take a max unit of destroyers, take the jump pack upgrade worth seventy-five points for the unit. Yeah. Is a set point value for the unit, no matter. Uh, you know, yeah, it's okay. 75 points, so if you take 5, it's 75, if you take 10, it's 75 oh, points, okay. so why yeah. not make it a max unit, and then we're up to 400 points per unit of 3 plus 1 wound marines. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so. and they... but uh, since, they are, since they are really, really cool, that's why we put this challenge. So yeah, they're, they're super cool. Super motherfucking cool. And, uh, and, and one one thing we... I never understood about destroyers is why the fuck does not destroyer have hardened armor? Can someone yeah, fucking explain this to me? Why the fuck don't they have hardened armor? Because uh, because it makes sense not to have hardened armor when all you do is rad weapons. Yeah, exactly. Why why have hard avoid hardened and... armor when you have rad weapons? Because like. Yeah, I, um, I know that that wouldn't change much, but it it would make them at least a little bit viable for stone mortalis. And then you yeah. would think like, oh, okay, well they're twenty five yeah. points more than veterans, but you get hardened armor, so they're not going to suffer for that rending shit. And you know, reroll against blast and stuff, but it, it it's still okay. And maybe maybe like maybe they they should tweak the tweak it a little bit. Because in some materials, I think they, they would have a role. Just like breachers are fucking overcosted, but they are fucking kick ass in some materials. No. So, yeah. but it seems like, uh, uh, eh, I don't know. Meh. They don't really fit into anything because there's nothing that another unit can't do better. And they're so much cooler in the fluff than they are in games. So. Oh, yeah. Which they would if they had been more like in the fluff, where you can take a lot more weird weapon, be more customizable instead of just having. 
a set it, it piece is, of gear and a gimmick. Yeah, but it is pretty cool. Like, imagine they had arm, had an armor that is starting to control Cosfex bombs and shit. That that is pretty cool. Like, it, it would be pretty cool in some hotels. He's going in fucking rad an area. Oh, yeah. He's fucking rad cleanse the, a battleship or under high. They almost recreate uh, recreate that battle with uh, Gilman works. No. When Gilman is punching an orc sitting on top of a of phosphex missiles and nukes and the all of all around them are just a load of uh, the entire second company of the distance but but a question to you guys if you know the answer to the question is where the fuck in the fluff does it say that they go around gunslinging the destroyers i mean yeah, I don't know. None of the books I've read says that they go around dual bolt pistoling mm. shit to death. They throw rad grenades. They have bolters. Uh, they have phosphex missiles. Well, in uh, ruins in that scene when uh, the second company assaults the World yeah. Cruiser. Spoiler for those that haven't read it. I'm gonna say it there. There they are using pistol weapons but they're using weapons they're not using bolt pistols they're using one of them runs around with bolt pistol and a serpenta and some other people are using plasma pistols and so so they're they're probably limited for for game balance but they're not good which makes the limiting kind of silly yeah but if they had like the the options to give them other kind of pistols i mean they are overcosted as it is. If you could give him better pistols, yeah, it'd be, so, so I like mean, it'd be veterans, something. Yeah. Sort of like the veterans or the seekers, you can give them a bit more upgrades on each of them. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe have a like, rad ammo instead of having... Yeah, because yeah. What, what's, what's the fucking joy of giving every five guy either like the cool missile launcher or of all kinds of Petro hand flame machine? Like, I, I think if they had the option that you could give everyone—that would be pretty cool. Ah. Uh, hmm But but they do probably run a risk of doing like like fifth ed gray knights, where you can give cybolt ammo to everyone. Yeah. But I, I was thinking, mm-hmm. maybe, okay, maybe have the missile launchers just for every five, and then you can do the hand flamer, the plasma pistol, and the Volkite Supremta for everyone, because that's no not a big deal. Yeah. No. Exactly. And they can go around. fucking yeah. expensive in points anyway. Like a fucking a hand flamer and a plasma pistol like 15 points. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and the range of a hand flamer isn't all that great, so you could probably to get close. Yeah, and same with fucking Volker's Serpenta. The range isn't that yeah. good either. Yeah. But at least... But since we've... Yeah, we've derailed a bit, so... <laughs> let's, go over to, let's go over to the Auxilia list for you. Yeah. So for the Solar Auxilia list, you can take a Flamer Squad. Ba, ba, ba. I have seen this once at fucking uh, Hagvarii. Otherwise, I've never seen anyone run a Solar Auxilia Flamer Squad. It wasn't you that ran nope, it, right? No, it wasn't me. <laughs> and, and for yeah. that one, you're allowed to take whatever upgrades you want. Because obviously it's cheaper than 150, 150 points. Mm-hmm. So it's cool using like cool so, flamer squads because it's not. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but I, I've seen it once. You know, that's it. No, I never faced a uh, solar cilia 
Army, actually. Yeah. No. Same but u- usually they go with fucking tank heavy. They get the voluntary storm section or some shit. You you rarely see someone running the support squad of the flamers. Are uh, those the solar accelerator flamer section models from Forge World? Uh, standard. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. They look they look fucking awesome. They're fucking awesome, and in so much else, yeah. they're fucking the bomb. And they also have they have a better void hardened armor than the normal ones because. No one has used void hardened armor. I think they have, uh, what, what's it called? Like they have something better. They all pack, like welding masks. Yeah. For helmets. Yeah. It looks awesome. So fucking cool. So yeah. I, we want to see more of them. If you run Solar Exilia, we want to see some fucking badass flamer dudes. And that's where these are all for bonus points so if you bring the unit painted you probably get it in unless you upgrade the ones if you upgrade them you will have to pay the upgrades from your own points but these yeah. ones just unit in yeah the basically. solar auxiliary ones because it's so cheap point wise uh it's borderline and like even if you go full upgrades you go up to like just about below 150 points so it's still a fair it's a fair exchange to people getting no upgrades for the skill axe and uh, and the fucking destroyers. Well, no, no free upgrades. No. Yeah. And uh, then we have, uh, of course, the militia. <laughs> the militia. This is something. I have to fucking give this a call out to the entire fucking world. Maybe the universe. I don't know. But has anyone ever fielded, thought about, played with, seen in the wild anything that is a militia recon squad like seriously has anyone ever heard about this <laughs> is there a rumor well, that there is someone po- playing this possi- possibly possibly linus from northern heresy but you never know maybe not even him so yeah. speak <laughs> because uh, like yeah. is this such a thing as a militia fucking recon squad or is this it's like uh, one of those mythical beasts that never ever happen? It takes it's up. It's actually any... hard to find on Google, so. <laughs> yeah, it's like. Yeah. It's... It's a recon squad. Did you mean? <laughs> exactly. did, did, did you mean militia? <laughs> did you mean levy. space marine? Did you? Did you... Did, did you mean gorgon transport missing? <laughs> okay, where the fuck is my gorgon? Uh, anyway, so I have never ever seen this. Like I've never ever heard anyone talk about this. I've never. Well, besides the fucking militia episode we had with JP, that that is probably the first and only time we talked about this fucking unit entry and the first time it ever was brought up. And then it never heard. Like, it's it's like we see the tumbleweeds on the interwebs. <laughs> like, militia, recon squad, what is this thing? I want to see it. I want to know. I want to know are what there, it could look like. I want to see the light. Are there any minis for it? I'm just yeah. asking. What do you mean, minutes? I don't know. You will have to come up. All of the Imperial Guard line. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's true. I'm, the, I'm just go- googling my ass off. I can't find it. Imperial Guard snipers. I don't know. Uh, I find like breacher squads. So you know, the command the command squads could be built like that. If you put snipers in. Yeah, you, and, you got like one sniper. With the, 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 the Lysians. Yeah. yeah, but no dedicated models, right? No. 
no, no. Okay. Well, there used to be old sniper models for like the Katashan jungle fighter thing. Yeah, both uh, the I think both Katashan right. did. Yeah, back in the days. Was Troy on snipers as well? But anyway, so for this one, you get two units with all the upgrades for free. (laughs) (laughs) This is how desperate... And you'll probably get uh, Freddy as well. This this is how desperate we are if you run Militia. (laughs) So remember, ladies and gentlemen, it doesn't take up a force organization slot or anything. We just want to say this. Is this a thing? Does it exist? Is it like ET? I don't know. Did we ever get visited in the past by militia <laughs> recon teams? And they kind of cradle civilization. I don't know. I want to see these. Just, just imagine the challenge in converting the coolest recon. Oh, yeah, fucking yeah. I'm not challenging myself on these though because I don't want a recon team. But everyone wants a recon team. A marine recon team, but not a militia one. Yeah, but seriously, come on, let's do this. Let me, let, like all the militia players, show me your fucking recon levy teams. Give me a hard on for recon teams of the levy kind. Militia stuff. <laughs> Things. Anyway, so yeah. that, that, that uh, <laughs> is, is that it? Well, all of these will also go into a document that will be in. The now published and pinned on our page, on our Facebook page, that links to all of the event packs and rules packs and future FAQs and everything that we'll have. So use the Facebook and uh, get our Facebook page, the Random Heresy podcast, and uh, check out that folder because it's pinned yeah. on the top. And if you have any questions, you can always hit us yeah. up. Yeah. All this will go into this. Should we? Have, we have settled on those for the event next event as well. Yes, we have. Let's do those those as well while we're at right. It. As everyone knows, uh, people have been talking about this, but the next event is going to be an all armored event. So we're talking about all the vehicles, only vehicles, no fucking monstrous creatures, no fucking infantry, no nothing, none of that bullshit, none of this eighth ed conundrum. We're talking about all the vehicles. Well, vehicles are walkers. Yeah, well, you know, but they're vehicles. <laughs> Everything that falls under vehicles. Yeah. Anything that has an armor value. So I can bring an asterisk super heavy tank? I'm yeah. just asking. Yeah. You know yeah. what an asterisk is? I don't even know what that is. Is that yes, an new eight? Yeah. 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 Well, you can bring it as long as it's got rules compatible with so oh, okay. one doesn't you, you, have rules compatible with it, the game system. You might not get home with it. After it. Uh, or, or you might. No, I, I, I might. I might. I might steal it for bits. Might be sticking out of your rectum. Who knows? <laughs> Wait, stranger uh, things has happened. Ah, uh, that is true. That is true. <laughs> but we promise, bring one, Magnus. Yeah. You can use it with the exact rule set it has for the heresy. Okay, so I'll just have to make up some bullshit rules for heresy with all the guns. Yep. I'm on it. Yeah, a pr- a, well, obviously published. Okay. So you have to get Forceful to publish that. Uh, okay. I'll make it a tidbit. Let's move on. Harder, but uh, it's doable. Oh, well, I, I can do an FAQ. It says, like, you put it on the board, it becomes like a D6, D blast uh, scatter onto, like, the use roll for scatter normally. Yeah, Apocalypse, D blast, a, D. I thought we should. 
like a gravi graviton graviton surge or something from the planet, and everything that's a skimmer gets sucked into the planet. <laughs> so no Astros have a super heavy tank then. No. <laughs> no, no, we didn't say no. we would all, We don't want to be exclusive. We want to be no, inclusive. No. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking speaking of inclusive, since we didn't mention it, that we with uh, the under, under non seen units and stuff, unappreciated unit uh, talents are not available for the first two for this series, and that is for fluff reasons. Yeah. It's not that we hate you. It's just that fluff. It makes no sense. And all you can't bring Ferris. He's dead. I'm sorry. Yeah, Ferris is dead, and we did a compromise instead, but you can't be, bring Cacophony instead. Hmm. They they wouldn't be available otherwise. If Ferris was still alive. That is true. Well, they, well, Makes Cacophony sense, right? kind yeah. of got born prior to the battle when they had a big stupid thing. Yeah, but they first used in battle on this one five. Hmm. Yeah, but they, they had a big this... party before. Yeah, but the party on this planet that we're no, playing. Oh, that's true. So. And back to the underused <laughs> units. The Marine one is one that is rarely, rarely seen. Yeah. Because there's a there's a, re a lot better version of the, it. The, apparently there's a better option that's called Scorpius, which is like, you know, yeah. for whack, faggots, hashtag drone. <laughs> Uh, but but the real one, which is called the Whirlwind, we never fucking get to see that piece, piece of like awesome machinery. Piece of crap. No, no, I didn't say that. <laughs> why is that? <laughs> we need more Whirlwinds. Oh, we don't know why we we don't get to see them because yeah, they can't okay. harm stuff. It's no, because you weird. can have the Scorpius, so now you can have even better no. fucking retarded. Uh, what's it called? The fucking what's it called? The new. Uh, the fast-moving what? one. The... What's it called? Darkest. Darkest, yeah. yeah. It's even more fucking <laughs> out of this world. Bananas. Bonkers bananas. Good. Bonker bananas. Yeah. Fucking that badass. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It, it is crazy. But anyway, so we want to see your whirlwinds. Bring your fucking whirlwinds. Your stock standard boxy whirlwinds. Just bring them because you're going to have one and you're going to feel it for free. How many do you get for free? Because they can squat. You'll get one for free, mate. Yes. One for free. I'm just saying. I'm the just first saying. one is for free. The rest you have to pay. It's like you know the crack cocaine that I give you every day. The first yeah. hit is for free. The rest you have to pay, mate. Uh, standard rules. Standard resin addiction rules. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so that's the that's the Astarte. So it doesn't matter if you're Black Shields or whatnot. But the first, like you bring a whirlwind. You get that for free. Not a Scorpius, a regular one. Yeah. And uh, with that said, the Mechanicum one is quite similar. Mm, that is true. Because, <laughs> uh, because that's it. The, the stand, stock standard Mechanicum Order Reductor Artillery Battle Tank with Wind Launcher. Exactly the same. For some reason it costs more in points, but I don't know. It's still free. And quite a lot better upgrades yeah, for it. So you, you can go to town with that, but the upgrades you ain't getting for free. That comes out of your army list. Indeed. Indeed. So definitely you need to uh, get going with those crazy conversions for the mechanic and do some crazy cyber heads and 
cogs and shit, whatever mechanical people do. Maybe build a stock tank out of a regular tank uh, if you want to. Do some pistons and steam and shit. I don't know. Well, you're the mechanical player, like you do stuff. Well, I built uh, one of mine out of uh, a standard. Uh, well, the bottom half of the Dune crawler, the yeah. Dune stalker, the four legs. Then I put Corso of a the Castellan robot from 40k, Mechanicum one, yep. mm-hmm. and then I merged the torso with uh, the launcher from the missile launcher from uh, Verdeo. All right. Well, uh, see, you get hmm. like the hobby options cool. are endless. So there you go. So that's the Astartes ones, Whirlwind for life, Mechanicum one, Whirlwind for conversion for life. And then we have yeah. the Solar Ox and the Militia Boys. What did they get? Bum, bum, bum. Well, well, I thought, uh, given how easy it is to get hold of a Gorgon, it's a Gorgon. Yeah, exactly. a Gorgon. <laughs> everyone gets Gorgon transports. Gorgon transports for everyone. No, it's not the Gorgon. Come on, Chris. Was it the... Did, did you say that they could get... Uh, what are they called? The... Kentaurs? That is right. Or Cyclops. Kentaurs for everyone. All them Kentaurs. So you get a squadron of two Kentaurs for free. So like a unit of two Kentaurs. And this is also good because these these are a treat for this event for those tourists. So you will be scoring as a motherfucker. Yeah, because it's the uh, armor events, right? Yep. So all, mm-hmm. yeah. So all the whirlwinds for the space marines. That'd be awesome. All the one. All, all the one. Yeah. Do <laughs> you get one whirlwind for free ki- for the one? Yeah, but what can you kill in the uh, armor event with a whirlwind? Uh, it's strength what five or six? The best one. Yeah, five, yeah. isn't it? Well, you can upgrade it with. There are flyers available, and you can get Hyperius missiles as an upgrade. They could be your best AA ever. Yeah. So I think even the upgrade. I think the upgrade for the AA missiles are free, so that means that you get a free dedicated AA transport. Yeah, that is also true for the mechanic. You get can get uh, the Hyperius missile battle on that one. So that's uh, pretty good. There, but it's not free, is it? I'm pretty sure the wouldn't it be included if it's free? I'm just saying. No, it's not included because you have to. It, it's a free upgrade because you have to stop shooting. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the they switch. Yeah, they switch. You, you change your missile yeah. range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true. If you use the standard launcher, you got uh, the Vengeance and the Castellan missile, which are basically a fraggle crack yeah. missile. Or will you this switch? Or is it you switch the? Strength and AP or something yeah. like that. Yeah, and the size of the blast, I think. The, yeah. And uh, then you can get the Hyperius missiles. And that might be intentional, you know, you can get the Hyperius missiles. Because mm. you can. Because they, can there f- might be some flies rocking around, especially in armored events. Someone might think that the lightning be, might yeah. be good. Especially when it comes to us. All the Marvises. <laughs> all the Marvises all the time. With dual last cannons. That's how I rock. 
Well, isn't the, the militia and Sorox one just one last cannon? No, you can get a twin link one. <laughs> so that's technically two. That's twin link. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. True. So, so you're going to, hopefully, you're going to yeah. hit for that one last cannon. But yeah, so the Kentars are, are, are good. So it's the same options for the Solar Ox and for for the Militia. Uh, basically, you get a unit of two, or you can have two units of one. I don't know, it's up to you. But you get two of them. And uh, if you want any upgrades, you have to pay for them. So if you want to hunt to kill a missiles or whatnot, then you have to pay for that out of your army. Uh, yeah, hunt to kill, kill, kill missiles on a camonet or whatever. Yeah, no. and shit. So, yeah, so get all them Kentars. I haven't seen a Kentar for ages. Yeah. I want to see more Kentars. I'll also say, when we're talking about it, uh, that right now, the folder that I put up for all of our documents on our page is the do- document with all with all the updated tank rules and uh, with all the, with the, all the factions that will be used. So you can start planning if you want to. Yeah. And if you don't have uh, enough tanks from one family, you do then because this is a team event, isn't that it? That's right. So it's going to be 1,500 points per team member. So you're going to rock uh, a 3,000 point list with your team. So, but if you can't field it, you can always uh, talk to your guy, like your team um, team uh, member, and then you can split the points up between you. So let's say if if you can only field a thousand points, well then you can. You can trade 500 points to your team member. Yep. And uh, Lord of War is uh, one per Yeah, one per team. Uh, question, is the uh, folders up on Facebook for the for the fields of Megara? Yeah, it's linked on our... Yeah. Uh, not, the, not the entire event package, just armored rules are up currently. Because okay, need to yeah, because it doesn't package. say it's a team event or... I'm just saying. No, I haven't updated okay. updated that one. I just updated the Lincoln one a few yeah. days ago. When we had yeah. I'm just just saying. Yeah. Well, it's, be... good. it's good to yeah. bring yeah. it up while we're yeah. talking. You will know. Uh, Don't worry, we got, we're going to go. Well, after we've gone through this uh, fancy smancy painting comp, we're going to go through the events, just what they are, and just keep kind mm-hmm. of summarize. So. Everyone gets uh, an idea, like what's going on for the event series. So he's gonna do them in chrono- chronological order. Uh, a little bit about the fluff for you from from Chris, and I'm just gonna go through and say a little bit about the rules, like points and stuff. Don't want to spoil too much mm-hmm. of the big uh, bear and pretzel surprises, but you know, we're gonna try and keep it keep it stupid simple. So yeah, and you'll be hearing me saying, mm-hmm. Right. What's going on? Mm. Cool, I'm building walls. Mm. Ah. Yeah, but it's great to have you on because you can ask questions that people might have when they listen to the episode anyway because you're not privy to our, in, or our internal discussions. Yeah, yeah it's, it's good to have the dumbass on. on yeah. them. Dad, I dug a hole. Fill it with water. <laughs> exactly. Dad, I dug a hole. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, so anyway, so... That is basically all the free stuff you get for the all our vehicle tank extravaganza fucking event. And the next one coming up is Scorpius. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. 
So what are we doing for Scorpius? Well, what caused Scorpius, well, we don't have all the details, which you will hear later when we talk about the event, but uh, that is still being worked on. This is uh, more of, the, this is basically the standard event we have, but there will also be a change in overall leadership on both sides when uh, the, the theater commanders arrive. And this means that there will be limited amounts of customs available and limited amounts of what we decide is the the, the traitor equips currently. <laughs> we are thinking about maybe some elite units or looper Kai or something like that just yeah. to yeah. make it more fun. But, but uh, agents will be available at yeah. uh, Trebison, which is the so, main so, name. So basically for, for this event, we're going to focus on uh, kind of your own invented special character. So what we're going to do is we're going to uh, give you stats for a agent of the Warmaster and a agent from for the Emperor, and we're going to give you the chance to convert that per like that that miniature and make it your own. We we we're just going to give you the stats for it. It could be anything. It could be a Marine. It could be like a Solar Axis. It could be like some sort of court guy, a noble, whatever. Doesn't matter because you're just going to get the stats. Bit of special rules. And it's going to be like one that's trader centric and one that's loyalist centric. And then you get to build that guy, bring it up, and then we're going to have a, a, a competition like who has the coolest conversion painted dude miniature. And you get to feel that in your battle. He's not going to, he's going to be part of your HQ choice. He's going to take, not take up a force organization chart or anything. But you know, it's just that we want to see you go crazy converting, do something fucking awesome and amazing on like a single miniature. And it could be anything. It could be any. It could be anything from mechanicum crazy priest to, you know, a low life fucking scribe, to like uh, some disgruntled marine or or killbot or whatever. Yeah, and this will obviously come with. We will obviously wrap some guidelines yeah. and what you can choose for your character. And it's not just like you will have to make a marine that's got a bolter. That's all you have to choose no, from. We're gonna. You know, yeah, you're, you're gonna have a span that you can work with. And, and, and yeah. you will know that that span is going to be, it's going to be kind of even point-wise and stuff. So it's not going to be, it's not going to affect too much like your entire army composition. It's just going to be a cool thing that we want to do is to give the, like to bring something to the story and something to the narrative because it's kind of like what we're going to allude to when we go through the actual event and Chris is going to tell you about the story. It, it, it's all ha about driving the narrative forward in our, in our great story arc. So it will make sense. Uh, question. Uh, hope, hope, question. Question. No, yeah, I have a question. Um, how would you solve it? I mean, uh, in a um, modeling and painting a guy in advance for the actual event in itself. Uh, how are you going to solve it? When do you get the information on what you get to uh, convert for the actual event oh we'll we'll smack you up smack it up uh because this event's going to take place in in autumn so yep. we'll we'll smack it up yeah, yeah. looking at yeah September, so we're going to so at least a couple of months yeah, before so we're going to chuck it up before you know everyone goes on their normal industrial summer holiday break so that they can do this they can go to town during their like leave or vacation or whatever for the summer yeah just so everybody has enough time to do yeah, their crazy-ass conversions, because everybody, I know yeah, everybody's going to bring 
awesome shit to to the game, yeah. as usual. Yeah, that's a good question. So. Yeah, uh, I might as well ask it because I was thinking about if it works out with the entry when you pay the entry fee or, oh, whatever. Um, well, if you but the thing is, if you don't want to build this character, you don't have to. It's not a requirement to rock up. Like any of those things that we bring up now, like you get the free units and stuff. It's not a requirement uh, to to partake in any of the events. It's just something that we want to do to further you know the hobby aspects uh to get people you know kind of passionate about these weird units that they never see uh get the chance to model stuff that is really willing really modeled and like to to create something you know from yeah but especially with the characters because who knows it, it that that might that character might be like the start of their new creator and leader for the the next project in the army or whatever. Yeah, yeah. and it's also what we call the the underappreciated unit challenge from the beginning. So the fronts are really underappreciated units that we personally never see, even if they're if they might there might be metas out there where they're really, but I doubt it when it's most of this. <laughs> but we're we're putting it as a challenge. It's uh, if you want it, you take part of it. If you don't want it, you don't take part of it. It's, it's kind of like all the stuff we do, like e even with the crazy, funky special rules that we bring up on events, like with the, like how we did last year with agent missions or, or like a strategic cards. If you rock up at an event and you rock up with a, and your opponent and you say like, oh, well, let's, let's not use strategic cards for this round because I don't feel like it. Uh, and you and your, your opponent agree on that, then just do it. Like, it, like it, it's not, we're not the fucking, the EO Gestapo here. Like, <laughs> if you don't know what you use, the extra stuff that we provide, <laughs> don't do it. Like, I know at Scandis, sometimes they're like, oh, fuck, we forgot about the agents' cars. Ah, don't worry about it. It's all good, you know. It, it's not like we got to come around there to and fucking fair, kill you. <laughs> you know? Yeah, fair, so did Freddy. Yeah, but Scandis. I was drunk, so I had an excuse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, about that. Exactly. It was the bigger problem was not maybe all the players. <laughs> maybe it was a drunk TO. <laughs> <laughs> Could be the drunk TO not not actually having a rule rule set in his head to begin with for for the agent. I did. I did. I did. It's just that no. Yeah, you had several. <laughs> is that none? None of you guys listens. It's yeah, yeah, that, that's it's true. Not, well, else is we, we listened. It's not, it's not the thing Eo's is, fault. we listened. We listened. You, the, the thing was that you had said different things to me and Jody. <laughs> no. so You're in different parts of the event, so. Well, but I this still year, blame everyone else, especially Magnus. Yeah, of course. He did everything wrong. Yeah, of course. Yeah. No, Magnus did nothing wrong. We've already. It's been a vote on your. Facebook site. Yeah. Even it's the Emperor said it might, have, might have said wrong. Exactly. No, so who are you to judge? Because everyone listens to the Emperor, I mean. Yeah. Hey, yeah, so, he's got the plan. So, away from so anyway, so that's Scorpius. So it's all about bringing your own yeah, custom well, character. And it's also an event where it's the, 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 there won't be like a Syrian mode, there won't be a tank mode. It would just be, quote unquote, games. Yeah. Apart from this uh, character. So. Yeah. 
because this is uh, to drive the story forwards to the major major and epic finale of the year exactly to the epic mega finale of the year which is the good shit the big massive fucking magoof fest in October where we'll (laughs) which is is the small event of Siege of Byzantia which is as we said super small but in that in that we're not gonna have the the rarest unit we ever saw or whatever it's just gonna be a a pretty easy stock standard uh, uh, kind of a hobby for 4,000 points Uh, (laughs) but we're gonna have to further the hobby, uh, to keep in theme with the event, we're going to have just uh, a Lord of War painting challenge. So basically, everyone gets to, everyone that want to partake in this painting challenge at, at the event, they just showcase one of their Lord of Wars, and everyone gets to vote for the coolest Lord of War. So. No, yeah, uh, but... And that includes uh, make, building one and yeah. you get one up if you. For example, play a certain legion and you want it to look a certain way, or if you play Mechanicum and want to come looking Macarius, for instance, if you do like that. Yeah. So it's just going to be, but like the, this, like you just make it own. As, as long as you, if you want to partake in that, that kind of hobby challenge, hobby competition, you just rock up with a Lord of War of whatever, you know, conversion choice or whatnot. And then just uh, you know display it when we we're gonna do like sort of how we do the army parade, but we're gonna do a Lord of War parade as well, and then for everyone that enters. And we're gonna have like that parade is gonna be for everything, even from all the way back from when we do the the Lincoln event. Uh, we're just gonna do like an army parade of all the forgotten units, <laughs> forgotten tanks and shit, so you, everyone can see the entries and see everyone's cool conversions and shit, and then everyone gets to vote on. On whoever's going to be the, like the one that they thought the best. So yeah. And that's always as we say, which is the most important thing. It's a player vote. Yeah. yeah. So if you got enough uh, cookies or something, you can probably bribe yourself through on this one. So everyone brings beer, <laughs> like the, the one player that brings like a, a slab of beer and gives everyone that votes for him is probably going to win. The one that has all the well, bears when you when when the stock standard cooler runs out. Yes, yeah, that's true. All your bears belongs to us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, joke aside, but it will be pro- probably be. It's the thing to do it with a player vote. I yeah. Think. Yeah. No, it's going to be super cool, and it's going to be. I, I I'm just I'm super so like fucking psyched, and I'm looking forward to see everyone's cool take on this, and I, I think it. And I, just by encouraging it being free in points, I think it, it's going to make people want to do it. Especially Bjorn, because you're a whack player, so you're going to try and maximize this somehow. Yeah, he yeah. is. That but is it means, it means at least, it means that he's going to buy a fucking unit that he would never ever bought, ever. And he will paint it up, and it will look fucking awesome. Yeah. Hmm? yeah and then from... And I reckon that Eric from... 30k Sweden will regret using his uh, destroyers as uh, sergeants. Well, they can always buy new ones. Yeah, yeah, that's but, a reason to. Yeah, that's true. But from my that's from true. my point of view, being uh, a junior player to the heresy community at large, 
uh, I think it's a great initiative to to use these rule sets and add to the units that you don't usually see just to encourage the hobby and bring out these, especially like the destroyers and all the units, the flamer units for the solar ox and the whirlwinds and all these units that actually look, they look amazing on the battlefield, but as you said, the rule sets are and point costs are a bit way off, so you can't really right. set them up it, in the usual place. And it, and it challenges people to actually go go and uh, paint up and actually try to use these kinds of units, which is awesome for the hobby in itself yeah. and the community. Uh, it's like you, you, you kind of read about them heaps in the fluff, like uh, the, those flamer units, uh, like in book as was it like books four and five and six? There's always like when they do the Soul Mortalis and there's a Soul Rocks unit, they always have like the flamers, but you never hardly see them. Like uh, if you, if some people read Gun Ghost and shit, uh, and, and they're all these uh, sneaky militia or Imperial guards it, because it's 40k, but you never fucking see them on the tabletop. Uh, and like I'm, I'm a big Siege of Rax fan, and then there are heaps of like sneaking up in No Man's Land and, and snipers and stuff, and like in the background, like oh, there's a sniper there and sniper there. Uh, and then the destroyers, like uh, Chris said about the Gurney Man, and he's he's Girly destroying uh, yeah, destroying ho- homies and shit, and you know with that uh, with that little clip we saw from Death of Hopes, uh, that no. new awesome fan made movie, and you saw the fucking was it like the destroy like the was it word buried destroy uh, destroys or world leaders? Can't remember. World leaders. Death of Hope. Yeah. What did I miss? Yeah, Death the of Hope. Uh, movie. F- fan made movie. Fan made movie. 30k movie. I've totally missed that one. Oh, oh shit! Man. You need Christ. to instantly to Google it. Instantly Google it and fucking watch yeah. it. But maybe not now because we remember what happened when Jody watched the fucking movie when we recorded. Yeah, it's uh, it ended yeah, up so let's recording. Not, let's not one. do that again. Uh, anyway, so it, it's just cool because they're in there, fluff, and same with the whirlwinds. You know, they're, yeah, it's like many, always like yeah. they're, they're always like fucking fucking tank parks, artillery parks of whirlwinds, just shooting rockets and shit. But you never see that on the tabletop. Um, I wish that they could uh, give uh, rules for the special kind of destroyer that they use in the books yeah. as well. Which ones? Like the oh, defensive yeah, yeah, missiles. Yeah. The Dardeo yeah. in the... And uh, the Red Note with uh, autocannons that fired probably what Gilliman didn't really want to know, but probably was a red round storks. Yeah. And that's cool. But that, that's, uh, that's not uh, what we're talking about right now, is it? Yeah, that's cool. Uh, yeah. So anyway, so it's it's just a cool initiative what we want to do. But uh, before we fucking sidetrack too much, we, we we people keep asking us what the fuck is going on this year, what are the events about, when can we see player packs and what stuff. And Chris has already said, well, we what we got right now, we posted on our Facebook wall, like we pinned the post with the FAQ. We haven't updated it. I'm sorry. I know. Stop yeah. fucking nagging. We're gonna update it as soon as we have a chance. God damn it! Yeah. And in that uh, in that folder, as we mentioned, is also the link on player pack and the and the event the missions. Yep. That we've done. Well done. Slash. And, and also also the tank tank rules <laughs> are up there. 
and everything. And if you want to know more and keep track on the events that we're doing, go and check out our fucking the the event tab on our Facebook page because all the dates and stuff are in there. Uh, but what we were going to do now, uh, before it gets too late, was we're just going to summarize all the events. Basically, Chris, tell us about the story, and I'll go through and say how we're going to make that story reflect on the tabletop and what we're going to do on each one of them. So we're going to start like the, we're going to knock off this year, like start it off uh, at Lincoln. And why are we starting off at Lincoln? Well, it's the first gaming event we, we have where we booked in our tables and stuff. And we're going to like this, this entire story this year. What, what is the story going to be about? Chris, tell us. Well, this year we are fighting over a planet that's called Nomina Elysium. And it's not the biggest planet, but it's on a stable warp route and got a quite large trade hub, on, which is uh, Amorion, which is the first event. But let's hang on to that one a bit more. Uh, this planet conquered about 30 years before the heresy started. So it's uh, no, it's an imperial planet, but it's not really an imperial planet, so to speak. It's not been that long since people people can still remember being outside of the Imperium. And on this planet are several large cities, and which one is Amorion? And uh, let's move on to that one because that's the first event. Uh, this city is basically in two parts. Uh, there's a large spaceport in where all the space docks for the entire planets are, and it's connected via. Since it's on, more or less on the it's on the equator, so it can have these uh, space elevators, like the Sikorsky towers, whatever they're called. I think the Sikorsky towers. Space elevators. And then, yeah, because space elevator. Cool. Exactly. All there is. It's all about the space. So elevators. the, yeah. So the. There's a space station, a massive one with shipyard and docking stations and, well, in a, take most of everything that entering or exiting the planet from all of the trade ships that arrives up there. And uh, given that it's connected to some below, which is Amorion, Amorion proper, it is the most important part to assault when you get... In, in system, and that's why the battle starts there. This is also why we chose to have the Centurion style event with two kind of force orgs, the Raider and the Force Org. And this Force Org, we, as it says in the in the players pack, have to bring two lists, one for each, and that is for the reason. Since you're when after the initial assault. When traitors arrive, a few months after Istvan, when the Shadow Crusade basically just begun, traitors arrive, they storm the starport, and they dropping troops on the city of Orion. And that is when the event begins on at Lincoln. Yeah. Uh... So, Freddy. Let's talk about a bit about the event. Yeah. Oh shit. Sorry. I, I bumped the I bumped the <laughs> fucking phone. So I 
turned off the noise for some reason. Anyway, <laughs> so off the noise actually. Oh, yeah, nice. The sound off. Uh, anyway, well, you basically already told it all, Chris. It's going to be a 1,500 points of event. It's going to have uh, some restrictions. We already mentioned custodies are a no-go. You can... Well, talents in general, yeah, because ta- they're not... They're, they're not right there. Um, and also, there's some other restrictions. So there won't be any rights of war, because either you're running garrison or a raider list. And if you run those two lists, you will have already what could be explained as a right to war. Like if you run Garrison, you get heaps of perks uh, in, in one way. And if you run uh, uh, Raiders, you'll get other perks like with extra outflanking units and shit. But you, you'll... You get, also get six elite slots and you don't groups if you don't want to. Exactly, which is pretty nice. <laughs> uh, so, and there are also some other restrictions like we're restricting on jet bikes, bikes and stuff. It's like zero to one. Same with Leviathans and stuff and artillery. Yeah. No Phosphix bombs. For you, so Bjorn should be happy. Uh, no snow drop pods, no. Yeah. Lords of War. No tanks and shit. Um, yeah. So, so it's, it, it, it is a basic centurion mode. It's going to be pretty cool. Uh, another thing that we might add on, we, besides all this that's going on with the rules, and uh, you'll see the, mis- the missions are the basic raider, raider missions uh, with the raider deployments and stuff, and they're all in the player pack. Uh, there will be other things that we'll be doing at uh, Lincoln. Like we will have some uh, BFG, Battlefield Gothic and stuff. Mm-hmm. That would be participation games. And you we either guests that rocks up in the events and want to try and play certain scenarios, either if it's 30k or if it's BFG, that will actually kind of, kind of affect the battlefield and what's going on. So, yeah. It will be pretty yeah. cool. Maybe not, maybe not for the first run. Well, it's hard to affect the first round. Because you have to play around for yeah. it. But, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So it, it, heaps of stuff will go on, like like when I said the beer and pretzel part. Uh, like there, as always with our events, there will be some sort of narrative story going on. Maybe not as crazy as last year, like with cards and stuff up the shibuses, but there will be certain little things that will tweak games and move the story forward. That's about it. Playing old shenanigans. Yeah. And- and of course, as we mentioned, quite a lot this episode, the underappreciated unit that you yeah. should if you want, bring if you want. Bring your destroyers. Or your fucking recon squad. Actually, bring the recon. I don't give a shit about the destroyers. I've seen destroyers. I want to see fucking levy recon squads or militia recon squads. Bring them. All of them. Yep. Pretty much. Also, all of the fortifications that is used in the the garrison lists in this in this event that you can get are to be chosen from the new red book. And That's true. Else. Like, uh, like, thank God for the new um, fucking Bible because now you have all the fortifications listed there that are are available in League of Thirty K. So that that's where for your garrison list you go and pick your fortifications from. Yeah, this also makes it a lot easier for us to keep track on what fortifications are actually brought. Yeah. So, because previously it was fortifications had a they they were in I think two or three different books and on data sheets that got you got when you bought the fortifications yeah, that you couldn't. We had uh, fucking pipes here and there and all kinds of weird shit. <laughs> yeah, there's no bonus. No bonus pipes. pipes. No torrent flamers for you. This is 
Yeah, this isn't Mario. Yeah. Mario World. But why? Do, 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 do. Why aren't do, 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 there do, 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 do. any bonus pipes? No. Oh. We want the torrent no, flamer pipes. No, I'm Hashtag sorry. for life. If you want torrent flamer, if you want torrent flamers, get stuff that got torrent yeah, flamers. Yeah, play black shields. Like, uh, or uh, this is the night. Uh, or yeah, the the, the bad flame. boy with the big ass flamer <laughs> and the cigar. Uh, yeah, so that I think that is uh, what we're going to do at LinkCon. And also, if you want more information, check out our fucking posted link on top of our page. Bom, bom, bom. Yeah. There will probably be a bit more fluff to the, close to the event as well. Yeah. But that is, since no one reads players' packs, we'll see what it is, actually is. Yeah, well... If I post it separately. We'll, we'll have more more <laughs> information coming. Obviously, we will run our Varangian Heresy FAQ, and we're gonna we plan to update it as soon as we can. I don't know, maybe not yeah. this month, maybe in February. But it will be done, and it will be the one that uh, is applying for all our events for this year. Uh, and we're gonna try and keep that as a living document, so we're gonna try and update it as we get more information from uh, Forgeworld, where they changed off because you know rumor says it's going to be a new faq drop pretty soon and we've seen kind of teaser photos of it so just hold on we're kind of trying to wait out for that to drop before we started working on our faq but it seems that it hasn't dropped yet so maybe we have to you know bite bite the sour apple or whatever the swedish saying is and you know i just well, bite, bite the bullet. Yeah, exactly uh sour I think we got a gist with Bite the Sour Apple as yeah, well. Probably. Anyway, and just update what, with what the information we got right now and what makes sense for us. Yeah. Yeah. So next one! And as this Amorion... Surrounding Amorion on this planet is a large... It's it's called the Fields Magira, but that's not really exactly what's there anymore. When they first landed on Amorion a few years ago, when they settled Amorion, a hundred years might be a bit under straight, under reach, but during the settlement process, they landed and named it the Fields of Megara. And it used to be before the star post, basically agri land, but now it's well, what, what would what would you imagine surrounds a large starport on the ground, large and everything? It's basically miles, miles and miles and kilometers of ferrocrete, large, well, ferrocrete, large storage yards. Uh, there's in as well. There's probably a, a tree or two. You never know. Somewhere, <laughs> but it's basically. You, this is what is it's large open tracts of land and this is why our, the main invasion has begun and the loyalists have started to since this is the thing is that no matter what happened at Lincoln the traitors will land and the loyalists will have to retreat because they planet from the beginning yeah and this is just, just the events are basically to re tell the story there to tell what happens during these specific points in the story up until the siege because the siege is open-ended which is the last, yeah. last we haven't we can't really say that 
Tom the Builder will win. So, so basically, there's a set sequence of events that will happen, like an overarching storyline. But the end, we don't know. Yeah. And how to get to the different uh, types of events, we don't know the journey. But so let's say like uh, the traitors. That's what yeah, we have exactly, the traitors land, and we know that the loyalists will have to withdraw. But how good did they withdraw? Yeah. Will they be able to? lock down the space station or the shipping yards or storage and everything so the traders can get all of the, those resources or will it be completely overrun and the traders will get the horses yeah. from the beginning yeah. and this is also the second event where you have to consol consolidate and capture all of the ground surrounding the spaceport and right after they basically have landed all of the heavy stuff and the walkers and the, the flyers, the air support comes down. And this is why the Fields of Megara, is, as we mentioned before, is a team event. Yeah. And and basically, like we, we kind of alluded to before, it's going to be uh, 3,000 points per team. So you have 1,500 points per player. Uh, out of that, you, you're going to be able to field one Lord of War, which you have to, you know, you, you split between you, so you only get to field one Lord of War choice. Uh, also, like we said before, is if if you for some reason team up with someone and you can't field 1,500 points of vehicles, well, you can you can swap that in between you. It's, it's kind of fluid. As long as you face, uh, as long as you can place a, an army on the table that has like the requirements for for this, like the compulsory choices, it's okay. But and you can give trade the points. To, to your teammate, it's all good. It's all fluctual, and, and basically, what's happened? Like uh, all the spearhead units, like the the kind of you know tip of the spear has come in, tried to seize uh, important facilities, kind kind of you know the pathfinders trying to get the forces landing, skirmishing with the garrisons, not knowing where like the kind of you know orbital drop pod assault is going to happen, like the main push and stuff. And they, they seize locations, like the key facilities that the loyalists are trying to scramble their armored reserves to kind of and contain the this like the, the landing of the airport and trying to contain the traders within their kind of LZ and, and the traders trying to break through their, their LZ, which is landing zone then, sorry, acronyms, <laughs> landing zone and trying to push out to, to the fields and conquer as much territory as possible and, and break through the defending line. It's, it's all armored clash. It's all like vehicle clash, like on the fields, trying to you know break each other. Like the the lawyers are trying to contain the the assault of traders and traders trying to break through. So there you go. Kind of Operation Cobra Normandy 44, and you're not getting totally wrong. And if you <laughs> if you haven't read the rules for the armored assault version of the game, recommended that you do. It's a total other beast than the ordinary heresy rule set. Yeah, but don't be for... scared about them because you know. No, no, no. they're they're easy rules. It's just you it, have to it, adapt. it's kind of yeah. It, it's an easy rule set. It's just that you have to think a bit different. Yeah, uh, yeah. And well, you try the Magnus, and we had that crazy ass fucking when I recorded you and and Pelle yeah. playing them down at the club. So that you can see. So, see the rules explained and, and like an entire battle played through and it goes pretty quick. So it's good for high point values and it's good for like uh, keeping the pace going. It's definitely, we I recommend them to 
to use them as well, like if you want to do three thousand points or up, because or even two like yeah, three thousand points or up, they're excellent. Yep. Like two thousand points, they're yeah. good. Uh, it, it just gets like apocalypse games or big point value games flung much faster, and you don't end up with having waiting for hours for one side to finish all this stuff because everything is happening kind of more simultaneously and more you're more the you go I go becomes quicker but you'll understand yeah. once you watch the video and you read the rules it's fucking awesome you, think old school epic yeah yeah and if you wanna if you wanna get a hang of it watch the video because you can see like the big boo-boos uh, when you don't <laughs> yeah when you don't when you put really, down place orders <laughs> you know, yeah place if you place orders in wrong but that's not the big boo-boos but you can, yeah they are the big boo-boos but you can see how the orders actually affect the game if you don't think it through for that turn. Yeah. Uh, so, so if you want to rock up and have a good game, watch the video, and uh, and it, it it's not hard. It's it's nothing nothing like that. It's just you have to have a different mindset or yeah. thinking about the next turn in a different way than you do in the normal heresy game. Yeah. It's kind of like you play each turn, you play kind of four mini turns. But you still yeah. play the same type of 30k. It's just that you, you break it down into four mini turns. And that's just to keep the game flowing and, and that one side don't have to wait for ages until the other side goes. Yeah, and yeah. You, you work in a different system that you actually think about countering the other person's move during the simultane, simultaneous turn. Uh, Stop uh, drinking that wine, man. <laughs> yeah, three monkeys. Three monkeys uh, wine. Too much yeah, for you. It's a good shit. Yes, she's, she's going to be. Yeah, wine. the good shit that the Twitch drinks. Exactly. Drink. Me and the teens, we're hashing it out. Well, no, he's a fucking millennial, isn't he? So leave him alone. Everyone are millennial, according to exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah, details. <laughs> Fucking retiree. Yeah, but also, as we've said before, uh, this set is also out on in that folder we talked about. Yeah. Including uh, lists for all of the factions that are going to be played yeah. at this So, event. another thing that we might point out is that when you build your army list for this event, You'll have to use the army list that are included in the players' pack. Yeah, because otherwise it won't work. It's tailored for this event. It's it's we're talking vehicle focus. Uh, obviously, the normal rules wouldn't work. Like the armored breakthrough, maybe or armored company would work, but this is for all the factions. So they're they're specific, balanced, tailored lists that are in the player pack, and it's all about making it fun for everyone. So. And also, if people probably already picked up on this, but it's kind of like an escalation event. So you started with building the core of your army with like 1,500 points of infantry and walkers and stuff and small support units. Then you bring on your, your big shit, your vehicles. And then what we're going to talk about the next event after this, which is what? Well, this, uh, it's called... Trebizond, which is uh, the second continent that will be fought over. Yeah. And this, the, the reason why they will, why people will fight over this, is because this is where 
the Mechanicum home on the planet is. Where all the factories yeah, the the and factories which is, and fucking where they staples out lace yeah. guns like a motherfucker. Yeah, which is why the the subheader of this event is uh, the Fordia. And uh, we don't have that much uh, sword forest event yet because we're working on getting this event mm -hmm. going. Well, the, the most but, important uh, thing we have for this event, though, besides build your own character, ba -ba -ba, we have... It's going to be 2,500 points. It's going to be a regular fucking four swords, like the Crusader Age of Darkness for organization. So it's going mm -hmm. to be stock standard regular. The stock standard regular is going to be the stock standard regular missions, but obviously with a narrative tweaked focus, which we're yet to be, uh, you know. Well, the narrative is that they know that the end battle will stand at uh, Byzantia, which is the capital of the planet. And through this, both sides to secure the forges and the output they are doing. And even if securing the forges for the loyalists might be blowing them up to deny the enemy having them, or just capturing them and using their production cap capacity to bolster the defense, the defense of the capital later. Yeah. But if the traitors get, they obviously will put the, the forges to use to building like siege equipment and large large bombs and munitions and stuff like that. Yeah. So that is why this part this is important. Yeah, it's a pre prelude to siege. Yeah. So this is basically the story wise that is supposed to tie the two first and the last one together. Yeah. And. Since all the details done on that, the story isn't really done on that event either. But that will also slightly depend on what during the first two events. Because if the traitors or loyalists roll the two first events, we might have to make something story-wise to make it. Food. The end, the end outcome is that the traitors will probably capture it because they are assault. At the yeah, end. but will they just capture smoldering ruins? That they can't use, or yeah. you know, w will the loyalists have pillaged enough equipment to bolster the defenses? We don't know. That's the story that you guys are going to tell us. And also, yeah. for every of these events that something happens, that story will turn into something that will happen for the next event that will be tied in. So you you will see something happening in the story. So don't yeah. But but just uh, to get back to uh, Trebus on this in the book Mechanicum where the Imperialists land only to take basically take back our bolters to Terra at the end. They landed with the intent of recapturing forges but the resistance was too heavy and they used well then we take these supplies and go back to Terra. Yeah. Yep. That is a bit bit of the situation is a bit like that because depending on is depending on how big the resistance or will be? Yeah, but exactly. uh, I mean, if since the lawyers are gonna steamroll the traders again, <laughs> isn't it easier just to write the plot right now and just? Yeah, yeah. So I'm you just think saying. So you think, man? You'll see. I'm just saying. Master for life. Well, it uh, well, it might just be that the mechanicum end up winning it all. No, no, no. no. too true, too true. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> 
if you wanna pre-write stuff, just. I'm, I'm pretty oh, sure yeah, the militia will against... stand, stand fucking tall in the name of Horus and Warmaster and the Phoenician. Yeah. In the name of the one who lies the best. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the one with the biggest payroll. Yeah. But uh, this leads to... Well, fluff-wise, the, the siege of the ah, capital but... takes yeah. three years. But aren't we aren't we it's skipping an event that is uh, maybe not gaming but super well, important? Yeah, but I, I was thinking with that at the end no. so we could finish the story when we're talking. Ah, uh, thinking man, god damn it! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at, at at the end we have uh, come to the siege of Byzantium, which is the, the capital, and uh, this this is uh, as I said, it will take. Take uh, the entire siege takes takes three years, but we're obviously not playing in time in this case because no one wants to play a three on the capital because that would be the next sixteen events or something for us. No, <laughs> so just to play play. Uh, this kind of we're just gonna put out the siege engines. And it's just gonna so go on is, and on and on. Th- this yeah, this event takes place during the last days of the siege when uh, the enemy are at the at the walls when at the gates the, you might say well they're, they're at the well that depends on how many gates you decided no, to put on the magnets. <laughs> it's going to yeah. be all about the gates <laughs> all about the gates all them yeah. gates let's just, let's just ban all all the gates now <laughs> while we're at it now but well cuz this is during the final major assault and uh, this also means that you can't really take down a void shield day that is part of why it's taken three years there's an entire loyalist army left on the planet in the city and uh, there might be possibility of having reinforcements coming in at the end because there's new chief commanders since the game the event before but during this siege I will be going away from the narrative a bit. Focus on several key points of the city, and that is the wall and the gates. And there will be a focus on the battle, what happens after the wall or inside the city. Or, for that, that reason, maybe still outside the city, but in a location that is as important as t- actually into the city and fighting. And that is some of the power generators and shield generators because it's really important to get the void shield down even though it's flickering last dying breath if the void shield goes down you can, you can start dropping troops right into for traders and then there might also be a few titans walking around somewhere <laughs> there might be all the all the titans <laughs> there might be yeah, so basically how this is going to work rules-wise is that uh, we're going to have a couple of special scenario tables. We're also going to have a massive titan table because the god beasts of war, they're not sitting idle in the city. Like they're going out facing their opponent like their hatred, hated uh, nemesis legions, titan legions out on the field of battle and like where these god, god machines of war fight everyone else you stay is fucking clear because they don't want to get 
deed the fuck out of there. So, <laughs> so that's going on, and also there's a massive pounding on getting the walls in. While the, the void shields are flickering, the traders are desperate trying to get a full toll within the city, so they're trying whatever the void field is flicking, sending down troops like drop, drop pods or teleporting or whatever. Uh, and they're also trying to get the shields down. They're trying to get uh, you know the defense grid for the for the hive city down. So they, all all these things will happen. And to rock up, you need a three thousand points Leviathan force, and a four thousand points whatever force. Stock standard Scandis style type of esh list like four thousand any force or ghost. Just rock up with four thousand points and Bob's your uncle. Because I'm pretty sure you can scale down from 4,000 to 3,000 points of Leviathan pretty easy. <laughs> yeah. Just one, since, well, we have Magnus yeah. on, and he's building a massive wall. There might be. And we are going to, be, yeah, we are also going to build several trench, well, trench lines, whatever. We need to fill the land yeah. outside of the wall. With, we should probably discourage people from taking stuff like, yeah. The Castellum strongholds and primates. Yeah. And yeah, so. well, no, uh, no, well big, in, no big fortifications. No, well, well in no. Levite, like the, the only caveat for, for the entire force that we're going to do is that there will be basically no fortification because we're going to, that is going to be provided by the EOs. Yeah, that is uh, so don't, already yeah. sorted. So don't yeah. bring any fortifications because. There will be fuckloads of them, and they will be already sorted. There'll be some of the attacking side because they're going to have like you know artillery parks. They will have sort of like uh, strong points where they're selling out to attack. Like what? Ha, ha, imagine a siege. You, you kind of old-fashioned, it's like 17th century. You're kind of digging a trench in front of the defender's trench, sort of thing, crisscrossing and stuff. So don't worry about yeah. fortifications. It, there will be fuckloads of fortifications, so don't bring any. But if you want, if you really want to, maybe spend that energy to convert a really, really cool siege engine yeah. piece. Yeah. Because that, that, yeah, we'll see what we do with that. But yeah, that that's heavily. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. All right. Look, right. And, and, and if you want to bring fortification for some reason, just ask us, tell us what it is and how you thought about it, and then we can try and see if we can incorporate it somehow into the massive cool game. Yeah, yeah especially depending on which well, side you're on. Yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, it, it might also be hard to put down a Castellum stronghold, just deployment-wise. Yeah, physically <laughs> on the tables. Yeah, because there might be certain restrictions on deployment zones and how much yeah. space you got on your deployment zone, and you're rocking up a three or four thousand points army. So don't bring a big ass castle and stronghold and just place it down and rest this in reserves. Yeah. So but on the other hand, if you do have a castle and stronghold, I really want to bring. Yeah. But maybe not as part of your army. Talk to us, or maybe we could uh, have it somewhere. Just there's always things that we can work out. But rule of thumb: no fortifications for defender or attacker. 
if you have some fucking awesome fortification and you want to add something to the event, talk to your EOs. Yep. And that uh, also goes for building really cool siege equipment because that could also be worked into the yep. event. No. Plus of that is, you also get a really cool piece of siege equipment to have for next time you want. It's true. Ah, it's true. But all in all, and also, uh, we can add on to this event, you know that we've always had the mighty, famous, super cool night jails that we've always been rocking. Uh, this year, however, there will be no night jails, I'm sorry to say. They will... Max ruined yeah, it. Yeah, Max ruined it last time. But instead, <laughs> I'm happy to announce the new improved Titan Joust. So this year we're going to do a Titan Joust. So it will be, contain all the same rules as we did for the Night Joust, except that you are allowed to bring a Titan of your choice. And maybe maybe yeah. the TO won't supply all the night or all the titans for everyone. No, maybe not all. Maybe for some, which yeah, uh, yeah, lead yeah. us which lead, lead us into the next thing. As everyone knows, we always try to encourage like community work or you know doing something for charity. Last year, raffle was a massive success. So obviously, this year. Going to try and replicate that result, maybe raise even more money. And how could we kind of beat what we've done? We've done a World Titan, we've done like three Titan Night Houses. So the next thing for 2018, the Rang and Hersey are going to raffle out a Titan. The Pet oh, yeah. Jody. <laughs> no, that's the Pet Jody's chair. No, we're going to raffle out a Titan Manipole. So stay tuned because we're going to publish information about these as soon as possible. And as last year, yep. it's going to be drawn at the end of Scandis. Yep. Or Siege of Byzantine. Byzantia. Byzantia, sorry. Siege of Byzantia is, Siege of Byzantia is the name of the event. It's still Scandis, well, isn't I, it? Uh, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm using Scandis as last year to get people knowing that Siege of this year is kind of, you know, the theme is still big, bad yeah, as but, things. Yeah, but uh, just because uh, this year is called Siege of Byzantine is not Scandis, because next year it will still be Scandis, but will probably Siege of Byzantia again. It will be something else. As, I don't know how we can go for, further from, because now we're going to be up at 4,000 points. Cap. Uh, next year is uh, fifteen points. <laughs> fifteen points. One <laughs> <laughs> with the with the. Oh, there you go. Kill team. Next year scan is going to be kill team. <laughs> kill only, team missions. only kill team. Yeah. yeah, for sure with titans. Kill team with titans. Yeah. <laughs> well, if uh, if Adeptus Titanicus by then, maybe. Uh, maybe, but yeah. we'll do it in twenty-eight mil because we are fucking we are high rollers. Yeah, we just want the rules. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. We just want the rules and we want to play with our big-ass fucking Fortune Titans. Not these tiny little things. That would be awesome. Well, to be fair, I really want that yeah, game. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Fuck, I miss Epic. But I'm going to play Epic at the Dipticon, so I'll, I'll get my boots filled. Yeah. Uh -huh. sure. Are there any new rumors about the release of uh, Adeptus Titanica? Or Titanicus? Uh, no. Only that was late. <laughs> <laughs> 
As usual. Or after somewhere probably sometime somewhere, well, you know. Something yeah, something know, later. Time frame. Yeah. yeah. To be fair, the weekender is super. So I'll be there first hand on the fucking yes. bench and tell you all about it later on. Yes, you will. Yeah. Poor poor weekender. <laughs> yeah. And poor Max and poor Dominic. No, I mean poor me. No, there's nothing no. poor with them. Not a single thing, actually. They, they can they can take care of themselves. Or not. No, they can't, actually. <laughs> no, they can't. They're like little <laughs> fucking grown fatty babies. They yeah. had fucking house them yeah. the last time well, they were here. Because yeah. they were thinking about sleeping in, on the streets. Dumbasses. Yeah. Uh, what are you going to do? Yeah. So, but anyway, then we have, we have a lost event. We've got the lost event Let's here. Do this. And this our little event with uh, Cult of Paint, yep. isn't it? So, so just by that you might realize what we're gonna talk about, and that is the Hobby Camp in yeah. August this year. Ah, uh, so good. And I know at least at least one here looks forward to it. Uh, oh, is that me? Uh, well, probably all of us. <laughs> <what I'm saying. laughs> no. That is going to be fucking awesome. It's going to be the best thing. It's going to be a high, high, fucking high life for me. Five days away from screaming kids and nagging wife and just fucking sniffing Tamaya paints and going all in with beer and hopping. No. Uh, I mean, hey, uh, we probably have to edit like that Chris. out, Chris. We have to edit that out, probably. I don't know. With which part? My nagging part. Tamaya paints. <laughs> we have to edit out to my face. Yeah, exactly. We have to edit the part out when you were being Yeah, probably. Because, you know, Nicholas will never let this go. No. Well, you know, Jody might have had the no editing policy, but I definitely have a no editing <laughs> policy unless it's something that I don't like. Cause this is staying That's in. good. But you didn't like have this you... then. So good. Have you guys ever edited well, anything out on the podcast? Ever? Actually, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Well, at least I okay. have. Jody, no, I, I don't think Jody has. Uh, I know Chris has, but that's usually because Jody fucks up. Okay, because <laughs> there's a lot of. Or we have, a, we have so, like something like it almost sounds like someone is chewing the microphone or something. Oh, yeah, <laughs> okay. What? what are you talking about? Bullshit. So. Give us the load oh, on the hobby, hobby event. event it's going to be a five-day event. Uh, basically, it's going to be an awesome extravaganza painting course. It's going to be be run by Cult of Paints, and uh, the first two days we're going to focus on infantry. So uh, we will have all the gear kits and packs and stuff up. Uh, uh, kind of similar like last year, except that we'll we'll have all the information up up front for you guys even if you haven't paid and stuff so you know what to buy what to do uh we're gonna have a, a special episode and when we're gonna have henry here talk about the course and stuff but basically the first two days we're going to focus on infantry so we're going to learn all about fucking airbrushing and how to do your sexy super fucking top-notch infantry dudes for your heresy army then it's going to be one day of her <laughs> Heresy extravagance, where we're going to do some gaming, we're going to do some, you know, hobby quizzes, we're going to do some barbecuing, we're going to do some more gaming. We're going to like, if you want to get one-on-one and fine-tune some some painting skills, you can do that that day as well. Uh, so it's, it, it's just going to be basically like a fucking awesome 
uh, Hobirei. We're going to be at the same place as uh, Scandis and Hagvarian and stuff. So we'll have terrain there. We'll have. We're going to make sure that if you if you want to save some money, we're going to make sure that like I'll, I'll bring some stretchers and shit so you can sleep at the venue. Uh, so you don't have to waste money on hotel and stuff. But we're going to make sure that we stock the fucking fridge full of beer and shit. Going to throw on some barbecues. You know, have have a fucking awesome, amazing heresy hobby event gaming extravagance time. And then after the third day, which is kind of, I wouldn't say like a rest day, but it's kind of like a hobby day. Uh, the the next two days we're going to do all about uh, no, sorry, fuck, I fuck, I fucked up. First, we're going to do tanks. Then we're going to do infantry. Jesus Christ. Yes. Sorry, too much rum. All right. So first, we're going to start off with the first two days. We're going to do tanks. We're going to learn all about fucking painting awesome, sexy, super mega tanks. Everything from weathering to airbrushing to, like, highlighting to pre-shading, pre-shading and all that shit. And then we're going to have the third day. It's going to be the hobby extra extravagance barbecue, fucking gaming, one-on-one tuition time and all that shit. And then... Day um, uh, four and five, we're going to do infantry. So we're going to go hard into like painting infantry and doing all the techniques that we learned on tanks, but now playing on something smaller, uh, like an infantry dude, and we're going to learn everything. So it's going to be fucking awesome. And I can say like, Jesus Christ, it was the best thing I did last year. And this year it's going to be even better because I, I will bring everything I learned last year and I'm going to try and, you know, fucking learn even more. Uh, it, it's gonna be good, and like the like, you know, uh, Henry and 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 Andy and shit, like super fucking cool dudes, and it's gonna be fucking awesome. And you're gonna learn so much shit, and your fucking hobby skills are gonna go from, you know, if you thought that you were awesome now, it's gonna go fucking through the roof. It's gonna be as, as, as astronomical. And you heard fucking Ryan on Radio Free is the one like what how he's done it you know the guys from like I rehearsed they've done painting courses and shit like everyone that's gone on some sort of hobby fucking course no one has ever said like oh fuck this was shit everyone's gone like this is the best thing I've done ever for my hobby so yeah fucking be there or be square it's gonna be awesome 250 pounds rock and roll bam yeah, from what we heard from last year down in Malmö, which I couldn't attend either, could Chris from his bitter bantering about it. Um, <laughs> it's been, yeah, everybody it was much. there said it was fucking awesome. Mm. And looking at the work that everybody's put out afterwards, uh, it had to be fucking awesome. Yeah, like if you want to have it, looks amazing. I... Everything that, yeah. Yeah, like if you have an, want to have an idea, just personally from me, have a look in our uh, photo stuff like we have on our um, Facebook page and just look pre-course and after-course and look at my fucking Macarius, look at like the nights I did for raffle and shit. All that is like after the course and holy fuck, you know, you, you will see some... It is fucking top notch. Like even I'm impressed. I, I I can't realize I painted those chins myself, you know. And it's it... <laughs> sorry, <laughs> fucking up. No, it, it it's just like if you want to, you waste hundreds and hundreds of pounds on buying miniatures and shit. What is like two fifty on learning to become like the best painter you can be? 
fucking yeah. hell. Like, how, how much do you get for 250 from Portugal? What? Not even a uh, Warhound. Free shipping. Free sh- <laughs> yeah, you get free shipping. You don't even get a Warhound Titan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I think that's like uh, 280 yeah. with yeah. weapons. So, so you get like two, two of those fucking tiles and then a Rhino. No, 320 with weapons. Oh, there you go. Yeah, but you get two of those fucking tiles and you get like a, a Rhino or some shit. Like, why not use this money to do something that will stay with you forever and you can only become even better from this? Like, you know, you'll, you'll have massive, super good foundation skills and after this... You will just grow as a fucking hobbyist, as a painter, as a fucking old thing. And hang out with cool dudes. Not, the course in itself was fucking awesome. But hanging out with like-minded, cool, heresy enthusiasts and all the fucking cool dudes, that is just, it's so fun. It's like the atmosphere, it's priceless. So, yeah. No. no I'm definitely going to be, be there this year. You have to. You're yeah, gonna drive me um, home when I'm too drunk every day. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> that's probably the biggest reason you're paying me to be there. You're just fucking cab driver. Well, it's probably cheaper than going by ta- taxi in Stockholm for like five days to pay you the entry. Oh yeah. For it. <laughs> yeah. So well, that's, that's a deal. isn't that like uh, one and a half? Trip well, to Stockholm you, just ask movie? fucking Max and Dominic. They know all about fucking yeah. taxi fees in Stockholm, right? And yeah, other yeah, things yeah, that we right. that are not, not yeah that is not safe for work or safe for. <laughs> anyway, so that that is the hobby camp. Check out our fucking information on the event page. Check everything out in our threads. Like you have all the information that if you have any questions about any of our events or any anything else, anything about like missions or player packs, like we the reason we put it all there. It's not just for people going to our events. It's for other people, other event organizers, and anyone else thinking about organizing events anywhere in the world. And they want to steal some fucking ideas. Like, we might not have the perfect ideas, but you can steal them, pitch whatever one. Like, how we build our events, we take stuff from other people, and we take the things that we think are cool, and we mash it into to our own sort of thing. So just fucking pinch our shit, make it your own. If you want to use our event cards or if you want ideas about event cards, I know, like, I've got questions all the way from Russia about getting fucking those uh, tactical objective cards or the strategic cards or whatever. And, like, I'm like, just, just fucking here you go. Here's the link to it. You can order your own cards. Like, use, use this code and it's all good. You know, do whatever you want with it. And this is, like... If, if we can do this in Sweden and make like awesome events here and you can use our shit to make awesome events anywhere else, that's fucking awesome. It's just whatever grows to hobby, hobby is our fucking goal. doesn't matter where if you're in Iceland, fucking Greenland, fucking in Colombia. That would be pretty cool though, like having train out of cocaine and shit. But if you're there and you're using stuff that we have, <laughs> just use it. You know, we don't care. You know, and if you don't like everything in our FAQ, you like some, just take the stuff that you like. Like, we, I keep getting fucking questions about, oh, well, what about this in the FAQ? I don't like that. Well, don't use it. Just use shit you like. Take whatever you like out of an FAQ, make your own FAQ. Like, it, it, it's a living document. Yeah. It's for everyone to use. That's like, the more it gets used, the happier we get. Also, when it comes to stuff like changing the our FAQ, if you want to, 
you don't really need really have to ask us because we are not forged. No. We're making this because we want to have something that works for us and works for the events and clarify. If you don't like it, you don't like it. If you like it, fine. But don't feel it that this is basically gospel. It's what it's just what we what we'd like to run. It's just, it's the foundation for everyone to use and make whatever they want out of it. Uh, that's just what it is. So yeah. So I think I think we said it all, didn't we? Mm-hmm. I think so too. And uh, so at least that's our events. Yep. There are loads of other events. Yeah. And there's quite a lot of events that we will probably attend as yeah, well. <laughs> like, well, you in particular. I'm an event whore. <laughs> yeah, at least one of those words can be removed. Whore? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. About that. Ass, whatever. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, but. I know, like, but, we're, what we're doing now, we're trying to compel all the events and stuff, and we're going to do, like, uh, at least, as this is our first year, like, the first episode, and we just wanted to, because everyone's been asking us about what the hell is going on with the Rangin Heresy events here for this year. We just wanted to get it out, like, this is what's going on, check the dates, these are the, like, we wanted to get out the foundation for the players packs on the, on the page, we just wanted to get the ball rolling, but as we've done Previously, we're going to have like an event special before every single event where we go through the player packs because no one fucking reads them. So we're going to do it audiobook style and we're going to talk more about them specifically. And we're going to have Henry on and talk about the painting, uh, the hobby camp and all that. And also from for as from next episode, we're going to have a proper shout out for everyone else's events uh, the, because people are sending in like, oh, please shout out our events and stuff. And unless we have do we have any critical that we have to shout out right now chris i'm just going to mention that we will probably we will most definitely be at gothcon which is swedish one that we will attend yep. i'm sure that the scenario is closed on that one but that, if it is jody might attend we don't know he's not he couldn't danger yeah, no he couldn't be bothered he's just hiding behind he's gonna be fucking bothered so we're not going to shout out any of the fucking events in his area <laughs> I, but, but I, what I wanted to say here is that there is a new Facebook group of, on uh, it's the 30k global event calendar and it will be linked in the show notes yep. and this is only listing events and talking about talking about those events basically and uh, it's really nice because if you go into that one and you the event button you get them in order for dates yeah so that, that's definitely so, like if you want to look up events everywhere in the entire fucking world, including the moon, just go there, check the events. They come up in 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 order, like as per date. Check it out there. And but also besides that, if you want to have events shouted out on the show, just let us know. I know we have a couple of ones. We're going to you know get our ball rolling for the next episode. But, you know. It, 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 and also, if you don't know about the global events, make sure you put your events there because that is going to be like the, the fucking prime time spot for you to to kind of show your events. And also, if for some reason you don't want to clash with another event, that's pretty big. Like, let's say I don't want to have an event in Boston on the same fucking weekend as Adepticon because that might not be smart. Then you can see the dates and stuff. So, yeah. 
or for that reason we don't really want to have one of ours at the same time as uh, the guys in uh, Skåne has their events, their Avaria events. Yeah. Because it makes no sense to have them on the same day. It might be different if it's like SK and the event up in, what is it, like Umeå or Skellefteå that are the same weekend. Yeah. Because that's another country in between. Yeah. And they're all different player groups, but it might, uh, it's mm. nice to be able to keep track and see. And even if you're, may, maybe you're traveling in an event when you're and, traveling. And it also, it also gives ones. you an idea, like, yeah, if there's like, oh, it's been three Centurion events in a row, maybe, you know, people might be interested in doing a tank event or they're interested in doing a stock standard event or they're interested in doing like a Leviathan event. Oh, maybe, well, we already have four fucking Centurion events going on. Maybe I'll, I'll slide in a Leviathan event because people might be interested in that. Or if you have the Railtech one where you have live, it's kind of like live fucking strategy wargaming. Then you know you have different options, so you might not want to put a centurion event in the same day as another centurion event somewhere else. It's off the off the board, you know. So anyway, I think that's that's it, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's it for this yeah, one. Fucking hell! First episode, of first year, and we had Magnus here, and he did nothing oh, wrong. Yes, sir. Yeah, <laughs> I did it. Well, I think he opened. Uh... A door or something earlier. Yeah, actually, somewhere. I did. Noise. Had to check if the family See? was sleeping or something. Yeah. So if it was safe to go yeah, back exactly. in. Yeah, exactly. When I when I come back in, uh, semi drunk on uh, the three monkey wine. Oh, on your on your wife's oh. wine. That's bad. Yeah, exactly. On the, on the cheap wine you found in the garage. <laughs> exactly, the cheap pack of wine I found in the garage with three monkeys named Anders Jörn and Ove. Yeah, I have to check if it's yeah, okay to go back up again. You should have, you should have just come here and have flower and gin drinks. Yeah, well, I'm actually uh, visiting the bearded one this week, and I'm leaving uh, Saturday morning, five a.m. So you might have a sh- might have shit beer. Exactly down in Eslöv in the fucking <laughs> Snapphaneland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to say it, say it like this. It's me. <laughs> and for me. And probably for me too. Yeah. <laughs> and since we, it's, that's more of a Jody thing, this is the Randian Heresy signing what? off. What? He is the prince of the land of fire. Move on true with a heart of steel. Now it is last when it shall be his. And as my wife is his name.
And remember, kids, tune in next week. Same Lex time, same Lex channel.